welcome to Mice Cast with your hosts Greg, Mike, and Shaft. Hello. Hey, how's I know. It going? I, I, I'm looking at this here. We are, we're already getting comments. On the show. Yeah. Yes, Mike. Uh, you are correct. He is. Am I? I'm cutting out still. You're just a little. Yeah, I sound like there's compression artifacts or something. Do we need to start a fundraising effort to keep Mice Cast on? No. Ray. Well, if it, no, yeah, if it was enough, sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not a money issue for us. At least not for the show, as a it, like it is for some others. Although I did, uh, I did get some uh, some uh, some texts from Greg's sponsor. One of my sponsors? Huh? How one many, of my sponsors? Yeah. How many sponsors do you have for Imagining My Way? See, currently I'm down Just give me a number. to dose. All right, so I got one. One of your one of your sponsors was had just found out on Thursday about us not the continuing. one that bitches about bicycling. No, then I don't have another sponsor you would know. Oh, really? All right. Unless you want to consider, I've already had one or two signups on my. Uh, Donate monthly account could be, could be one of those. Well, is it one that offered a uh, a particular incentive to MiceCast to do a particular live show around a particular item? Maybe. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember all that. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so now <laughs> now that we're rolling along now here, we're bouncing around. Yeah. Um, we have some emails to read. Some easy, some tough. Some people correcting. There's a correction here. Yeah, the uh, Star Trek correction. Yes. Yeah. Who is I, the one? Okay, do you want to start I with that? I, I think I'm the one that said I felt the first Star Trek, they, they just felt like they had to use a, a cuss word or two. And the guy brought up uh, uh, probably the best Star Trek series episode ever, yeah. episode ever uh, that he said, hell. All right. What about the word "damn"? Because I think they use "damn" in uh, in uh, the next gen- or the the first Star Trek Star Trek the motion series, picture. Yeah. And I don't think they ever used "damn" in a television series. Uh, but I could be wrong. But it seemed like okay. How about this? There was more gratuitous use of those words than there was in the series. But okay. let's go ahead and re- let, we'll, we'll read this because I'll stand corrected. I totally okay. forgot about that. Uh, hi, Bruce from Brooklyn here. I was listening to your episode about a month or I see about the neutron. When someone spoke about the use of the word hell on Star Trek, they, uh, that they had to wait to say the word into their movies as they couldn't say hell in the original TV series. Not true. The last line spoken in the city of the edge of forever was Kirk saying, let's get the hell out of here. I was a little shocked to hear him say this, so I remembered it. I don't consider myself a Trekkie or a Trekker. Just enjoy a good story. Letting someone you love die so millions won't is a good story, Bruce. So we stand, or I stand corrected, because I think I'm the one that brought that up. Um, so, well, well. All right. Well, it happens. Let's see. Uh, there's a mouse buster here, a real quick one that should be easy to uh, bust or... Sight unseen. Okay, go ahead. Go for it. All right. <clears throat> it's from Conrad. Hello, Greg, Mike, and chat. I had a mouse buster. Is it true that Disney increases the weight time on lines, for example, 35-minute line, but really 20 minutes, so it seems like better service. Or to detour people from getting in line. Thanks. Love the show. Wish you could stay on, but best of luck. Thanks. Well, none of us have actually worked 
in attractions, so I don't know that we could say 100% sure, uh, unless Shaft seems to always have an answer. But in my experience, the line usually is shorter than what is ever posted. I don't know if that's necessarily on purpose to make it look like they did a good job, like a good engineer will never tell his captain exactly how long it'll take. So he <laughs> no, does get it dead. done on time. He's a miracle Mold. worker. That's yeah. right. Always multiply it by a factor of four. Uh, but um, I don't think it deter. It's, I don't think it's as a deterrent. Does, I don't think I, Disney G operates. I think it's now. a first. I think it's it's overestimated. So it's never as long as you think. I think that's a basic practice for any situation where you're waiting. You know, when you check in at a restaurant, how long's the wait? Oh, it's gonna be twenty minutes. And it's really fifteen. Uh, I we, think, we have I no think, definitive proof on this, though. If if I don't think any of our but a lot of experience waiting in line at Disneyland should tell sure, you. Sure, sure. I was just looking to see who was online right now with um, Skype, and not any of our our friends who are former uh, ride operators are on. So I, I would I, I would ring one up, but you know. I, I would say I don't know anything official. Never any, saw anything official. But I want to lean to what Mike said. Um, I have noticed, yeah, it, it always seems to be a little bit lengthy compared to what the actual it is, and I think that's just so it's better service. It's a lot whoa, easier whoa, whoa. for it's, some. It's usually more lengthy than the actual weight is. The, no, the, the, the sign the is length sign more length lengthier than what the actual weight is. Oh, I got you. And I, I think it's mostly for the service end of it because it's always easier to tell somebody it's going to be a 15-minute wait and only have them wait 10 minutes. But the moment you have say, put a sign up that says a 10-minute wait and you got a 15-minute wait, you're you're never going to hear the end of it. Yeah, because those five minutes will just kill somebody. <laughs> well. Oh, you, you should hear it. Oh, yeah. It does. It does. All right. So that uh, – great email. Yeah. Okay, Conrad. Glad you really stumped us with that one. Okay. <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> something to get. Yeah, something. Okay, now I got a couple that you guys probably did not get. Um, no, that one's not for broadcast, sorry. And it said not for broadcast right at the beginning. So. Is that from Carl? From Carl. Yes. Yes. But he was afraid Shaft yes, I understand. would read his email for another two weeks. Which so is if, highly likely, yeah. It is highly likely. So we'll just say, Shaft, go read your email. Okay, because I'll go read my email. Someone, I don't have it available to me right now. All right, well, after the show is over. So we'll, we'll yeah. move on to Carl's <clears throat> next email. <laughs> so look, look for an email from a guy named Carl. Okay, Very good. Okay. He, he, he's the brainiac that uh, is an electrical, electrical engineer, you know, really smart, uh, real nice guy. Okay. All right. I was recently in Shanghai, and guess what? I couldn't download your show on iTunes while in China, but it was available in Hong Kong. It was kind of spotty what I could get and what I couldn't on iTunes and on the internet in he's quote unquote mainland China gee China why doesn't that surprise me yes you know, I, you know what always cracks me up because they call it mainland China like you know well anyways because Hong Kong is not yeah, on the mainland right okay. well sort of yeah kind of so, but, but uh, compared to Taiwan yeah. Well, Hong Kong's like a what, peninsula. Right? Yeah, but that's still part of the mainland. Yeah. Uh, yeah, see, there you go. It has to do with Taiwan, mainland China, and uh, what is it? 
I don't want to call it, what, what is it called? The uh, Republic of China, not the People's Republic of China, but the Democratic Republic of China or something like that. Yeah, he was, he was in Hong Kong Fui. Very cool. Former part of- series? Yes, I remember that yes. series, Hong Kong <laughs> who, Fui. Who did, who did the voice of Hong Kong Fui? <laughs> Scatman uh, Crothers. Scatman Crothers, yeah. Love that show. It's still on in the middle of the night on Cartoon Network. Okay, Michael, you seem like you are having a well. I'm, I want. I, well, I don't something. think Hong Kong is a peninsula. I think it's an island. So I'm looking at. Are you Are you looking it up? Because I'm it's looking. A bay. It's well, a bay, and it's on the mainland. It has a series of islands with it. One of them's man-made and has a big pink castle on it with a main street and everything else. Ah, uh, 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 watch where you're. It's that's not on an island. Wait, Hong Kong, uh, Hong Kong Disneyland is not in landfill. That's Tokyo. Mm-mm. No, no. I, Hong Kong pretty... Disneyland was actually three small islands that they did landfill in the middle of it to make one larger island that they built it on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, Richard, stop, stop yourself for a second. Are you the way you just said that? It makes it sound like Tokyo Disneyland is on an island. No, not Tokyo, you... Hong no, you Kong. Just, you, you, but you just said Hong Kong also. I mean, uh, you just said Tokyo also. No, Mike was talking about Tokyo Disneyland being built on landfill, which it is. But Hong Kong is also landfill. It was three smaller islands in the bay that they put landfill between them to make it one larger island. And they got a bridge that goes across to the island for uh, the Disney Resort over there in Hong Kong. I'm pretty sure Hong Kong's an island. Damn it. (laughs) But I'm finding no... Jim. I'm finding no confirmation of that. Not a do- I'm a doctor, it's, not a geographer. I don't know not what you're doctor. thinking of, Michael, but um, I'm actually on Google Earth now looking at Hong Kong, which is... Yeah, it uh, keeps showing up as an island. What, do you, what, what are you looking at? I'm Google Maps. I don't, I don't fire up Earth. I just do maps because it's quicker. And if I go to maps and type in Hong Kong, it fills in it as Hong Kong Island. Well, it's it's there. There are little islands, but um, I, okay, I'm looking at because you know the guy that used to sit next to me um, was from Hong Kong, and he'd talk about you know, uh, you know, if you went over the mountain into what they called mainland China, um, but Hong Kong is definitely not an island. It is yeah, it, definitely it, connected. Uh, to the continent, it's it, yeah. it's a you know it's, but um, I'm not 100 percent positive on Richard's claim, which you know I'm. Well, all right. If you do up. Hong Kong Disneyland, it does show it as. It doesn't look like landfill. Well, I, I'm pretty sure that party's right on. I'm just not sure about the combination of all these islands, and you got to take a bridge. Well, you know, there is there is someone who could tell us that it is on Skype right now. Who's that? Joel. Well, I don't know about the uh, the land bridge. Joel's on Skype. Oh, oh Skype, Skype. I think it's stream. Sorry, he's not there. Okay. Okay. Now I'm looking at what I'm looking at Hong Kong Disneyland, and I think I'm seeing what Richard is. Claiming it is on one of the. Oh wait, wait, wait let me back. Yes, it's on an bit. island to the west it, of Hong Kong it, Island. Yes, it yep. is on 
on an island. Wait, wait, why are you still calling it Hong Kong Island? Oh, I see. Dude, seriously, type the freaking word Hong Kong and Google finishes it as Hong Kong Island. What the hell? Why is that so hard to... Well, I'm, I'm finally seeing why you're calling it Hong Kong Island because it's it's like looking at Long Island and saying it's, you know, all of New York is an island. You know, not all of Hong Kong is an island, but... There's a piece of it that's called Hong Kong Hong Island. Kong Island, but that's but it's got all the it's got all the British English names. Is an all an island is not correct, and it's got all the British English names. You know, Aberdeen Country Park. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, Uh, so now so it's just filling that in part. But Hong Kong is a country, is not entirely an island. Are you clear with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but I see. I see why. well, I don't see why it's filling in with island underneath it, uh, after it necessarily, but um, it is trying to autofill whatever. Now, <coughs> I see why Richard's saying it's it's an island. I don't know if it connected two or three pieces together to make, uh, but I do remember them saying they were doing a landfill um, to complete the resort. But. Well, here's interesting: is if you do Google Maps and you go to Disneyland. Uh, Hong Kong Disneyland on Google Maps, and you're in the map view, not the satellite view, you'll mm-hmm. see that Disneyland is sitting in water. <laughs> yeah, because it it's a landfill. That yeah. part I, and I you see the road going over water, and then you flip to satellite view, and you can see where they put the dirt in yeah. and where the mountain that's behind the castle and whatnot, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool stuff. Okay. So, cool. All right, so finish reading, <laughs> reading the mail from Carl that all right, yeah, yes. now that we've totally, you know, <laughs> gone off the deep end on that one. All right. I wrote the Shanghai. Okay, he's got a thing with me in maglevs and monorails because I, you know, I'm a big monorail fan. But uh, so he's getting into the monorail stuff here. I rode the uh, Shanghai maglev monorail from the airport. I believe it is the only daily operating high speed maglev in the world. Um, he says, believe, Richard, so don't jump on him if he's wrong. It runs about oh, 20 miles between Pudong and Shanghai. The top speed was 431 kilometers per hour. That's about 267 miles per hour, which is cruise, which is cruised at for literally about 10 seconds. Basically, it accelerates for 10 miles and then slows down for 10 miles. It takes about eight minutes to go 20 miles or an average speed of about 150 miles per hour. The ride was a little rough compared to, say, Japan's Shinkashan, I don't know if I pronounce it right, bullet train, with a lot of small sideways buffeting. It was like bouncing between the left and right limits. The cabin looked very lightweight and flimsy, I assume, to keep the weight down for floating. They say it really beat taking a... They say it really beat taking a chance on the road, backing up and going by car. Hmm. While it was nice to do it once, the whole thing looked very impractical and, from what I could gather, very expensive to build. I know Senator Harry Reid has been pushing a similar maglev going from Disneyland to Las Vegas, which has to be a supreme boondoggle even by his lofty standards. <laughs> the Poodog maglev, maglev cost about $1.5 billion in 2002, and according to the reports, will never pay off the building cost, no less uh, the operating co- uh, cost. Assuming the same Chinese labor built the one from Disneyland to Las Vegas at $1.5 billion per 20 miles, this translates to about $13 billion. Uh, figure in U.S. union labor, Harry wouldn't have it any other way. The cost would probably double or more again. 
So. Oh, that's a drop in the bucket for Congress. They'll sneeze and spend that much money. Eight minutes so and 20 miles. You know, that's not that far. Yeah. No, it's. We still argue about the, you know, the good and bads about monorails and and all that. He's he much. He he argues the um, uh, the weight rate, the power to weight ratios, and all that, and says heavy rail is still the way to go. That even light rail, I believe, I may be putting words in his mouth, but he'll probably answer. Um, light rail is not really worth it. The, that heavy rail is the only way to uh, really get the bang for the buck and the power and all that. Uh, so, all right, moving right along. Uh, all right, move this. Ban into China. Okay, see, Ban into Jay, what did Jason want? Jason uh, in San Diego. Let's see. Yeah, Jason. A documentary about. Uh, yeah, I don't really care about that right at the moment. So exit to the gift shop. <laughs> Underground street artists and oh. Yeah, we'll have to get back to that. We sort of talked about the Navy thing uh, and Disney, but we'll get back to that. Uh, we'll get something that pads our backs and thanks us and all that for the. Yeah. You know, Okay, Greg, Mike, and Shaft. I've been listening to the show since 2006. I remember that I first heard an ad for the show on Window to the Magic. Well, I'm glad you heard something good on the show. Greg and Mike... (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't resist. Greg and Mike exchanged a dialogue where they talked about how MiceCast was dangerous, adventurous, and sexy. I don't ever remember claiming that. (laughs) (laughs) Because the jury is still out on the last one. The show has been a real pleasure to listen to. I would always look forward to seeing a new episode upload to iTunes. I would know that would be a good week and that my time would be filled by laughing at the banter between the two and later the three of you. Weeks turned into months and months into years. I see I paused there like if someone else wanted to jump in, but you don't have the John and Ken vibe going. No, I was actually... (laughs) I stopped reading along and was... Okay. I felt like I had really begun to know all three of you, and your show grew with me. Now, halfway through my college career, I find myself setting aside an hour or two to listen to the three of you discuss Disney, life, and politics. While I haven't agreed with everything, I always love the show. For Christmas, I was given my own podcasting production kit. Didn't know those Mm. existed, but I'm not sure what that is microphone and a computer is about all you need and i hope to have my own politics and current events show available for listening one day well you know what if you want you can buy the political gestures uh url for very reasonable <laughs> right what do you think, uh, yeah that, that'll work although <laughs> there you know one, one of these days we'll get back going into that because there is just so much anyway that'll never yeah. go away yeah. Thank you for everything. Please produce a show at least once in a while. And if you're ever in New York City, shoot me an email. I'd love to buy you guys dinner and shoot the shit. Thanks again, and I know that the show will be missed. Your loyal listener, Alex. P.S. I blame Richard. I blame me, too. Just kidding. Tell him, finish it. <laughs> <laughs> the subject of the mail was so long. Farewell. Off Wieders and goodbye. Yeah, we got to... what was that from? Yes. That's from Sound of Music. Yeah. Did some Sound of Music person just kick it? What? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, someone... Oh, no, the, the real... One of the real... Um, one of the real... The, uh, one of the daughters. Yeah, the the real Liesel. Liesel. Richard was the Yoko Ono, yes. <laughs> Ray. <laughs> I haven't been watching that. No, no, I will be accused of a lot of things, but don't, don't put me in the same characterization as Yoko Ono. Please, gee. What was that? It sounded like Richard banging his mic or something. Well, no, it wasn't me. 
All right, back <sighs> to the mail. Uh, okay, thanks for all the great podcasts. This is from Walter. Greg, I just want to send a message to say thanks for all the great podcast episodes. I discovered a podcast while living in France, and I've always looked forward to the next, the next episode. I really enjoyed the candid, unscripted format. Best wishes in the future, and look forward to the remaining episodes. Again, Walter, thank you very much. Oh, you no. did, You guys didn't get that. No, I didn't. Directly to moi. So, thank you, guys. I, we appreciate that. Did you... Uh, did you get, did you, did you get the one that was a... Show idea request from a gentleman uh, named David. I I don't see that right at the moment. I right now I have one dated twelve twenty seven. Twelve. No, I've got one right now. Nighttime events at the Disney World parks. Greg and Mike. For the past few years, the Night of Joy event has been at Disney's Hollywood Studio. Yeah, that one. This is a hard ticketed event for other parks besides the Magic Kingdom. This is the hard to get event at other parts. Okay. Uh, there's also, of course, have been events where a business corporation will rent out the park. Usually, I believe the studios, it's the studios that are the one they will rent out. Who's to say with enough cash, Disney doesn't rent out the others? Bobby uh, at Bobby World on Twitter. Well, I know in the past they have rented out the other parks. Uh, yeah, Disneyland used to be. Well, quite Disneyland frequently. used to do it uh, almost every Friday night on a winter if it was good times. Yeah. But even before, uh, well, probably before Eisner came in, I know the Magic Kingdom was used a lot for Night of Joys, things of that nature. After Eisner came in and the expansion started, I don't know where those bounced around, but I did see that they still did have Night of Joys here occasionally. Uh, I just didn't know where. So Bobby's saying at least for the past few years, it's uh, Disney's Hollywood studio, which seems like it makes sense. It's got stages. It seems like they would have a lot of place to do the entertainment. Um, well, that's, that's kind of also... Uh, with uh, California expansion, uh, California Adventure over at Disneyland, uh, a lot of that uh, private hard ticket event started going over to California Adventure, and Disneyland was left alone. California Rip Adventure off. would close at six o'clock. They'd open up Hollywood or something like that over there at California. So, Rip off. It? why? What you don't think going to DCA versus Disneyland's a ripoff? Well, depends if, on how much they're going to charge you. If the guests knew that they were getting that before they came, I guess, no, it wouldn't be a ripoff. And a lot of these type of events are part of conventions that are coming into town. And what they have is they have, uh, in fact, I was talking about the Stage 17 where the millionaire used to be over at California Adventure. Um, about using it for something. They're using that all the time for catered events. They even built a kitchen in the back of that to where they have dining and whining and all that type of stuff going on. Uh, for all these different things. They just had a uh, test pilots convention, I want to say, about a month or two ago over there. A test pilots convention? No, test, test pilots. I know, I know, uh, I heard. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is, interestingly enough, I have to say with some certainty that when I saw the big change in the nighttime private parties was after a big... Um, shall we say, alternative way of life party that was not sold as such when, I guess, they rented the park. And then it you know, became a big gay fest. And Disney stopped having a lot of those. And they, you started to see more of the little um, 
Uh, La- land only rentals. Yeah, remind me, Richard, what those were called. They used to have them a lot. Enchanted in, evenings. Yeah, enchanted evenings. A lot of times in New Orleans Square, very kind of uh, hoity-toity. You know, all the silver uh, well, trays out and those kind of things. And it'd be just one or two attractions open and the food out and buffet lines, things of that well, nature. The one big thing with the uh, enchanted evenings, and I couldn't even begin to tell you exactly how it runs. Uh, on the enchanted evenings they have alcohol that's being served and that has and the reason they don't do it park wide is because something on how the alcohol license works uh, i know when uh, california adventure first opened we had one two three, four separate alcohol licenses for the park and you could and a good example is you can buy a beer at the beer truck over in uh, over by the marine the wharf area and you can walk around california adventure with that beer but you could not walk into Taste Pilot's Grill because that had a separate license. And conversely, if you bought a beer in Taste Pilot's Grill, you could not walk out of the restaurant with that beer. And it was just the way the licenses were written. Whoa, 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 whoa. How could you not walk out of the restaurant with a beer if you're going to go sit outside and... and uh... You know those railings that are on the outside dining area? That was the reason the railings were there. So does, does the, 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 the beer police come running when I go sit on the bench outside that rail quite honesty it used to be that way yes that was the way the license was written and that's the way we had to handle it uh, since then uh, all the licenses were combined into a single license for the park so that there it operates under one license and you can take your alcoholic beverage and if you buy it in the park you can take it anywhere in the park um disneyland has a similar license but it's written up differently and i can't, I don't know exactly how they wrote it up, but that's the big difference between the Enchanted Evenings and a private party that would encompass the entire park is the Enchanted Evenings have alcohol, and we can't allow the alcohol to be park-wide. It can only be in a specified area, so well, well, now, that's part of look, the difference between the Club two. 33, it's Club 33. Club, Club 33 liquor license. license. It's their, it's their liquor license, right? It's their, it's, it's their liquor license. Um but the way they have it written is they can uh, cater a certain of certain events within the park, but they can't be park wide. They can only go within certain parameters of how they handle it. I don't know how it's written, so I couldn't tell you exactly what those parameters are. Mm, it sounds a little vaguely thin because there were some enchanted evenings in other areas of the park where there were there was no alcohol. Oh yeah, there. The, the, oh, well, then yeah, they they were enchanted evenings that had no alcohol, but I didn't. The main thing, with the Enchanted Evenings was the alcohol. And when they do that, they only have it in a specific area. Generally, it was over New Orleans Square, but I've dealt with Enchanted Evenings that were Main Street in the Hub, and I've dealt with Enchanted Evenings that were Fantasyland and Small World. But it was in one area. It wasn't park-wide like a regular private party. Who would do an Enchanted park. Evening Main Street in the Hub? I know, that sounds uh, pretty one, lame, doesn't it? One, the one that I worked on was the... Uh, uh, anniversary of the disney channel so what attraction they have open tiki room Uh, we didn't have any attractions open for that night the whole thing was the dinner and they had dancing over at uh carnation uh, gardens carnation gardens they had uh count basie and his orchestra over there for dancing and um they had another. They put another bandstand up on Matterhorn Way, and I can't remember who was. I, I might have been the D- Disneyland Orchestra or something like that that was set up over there. But huh. that's all they had was for that, for that party. 
And that was uh, one of the first uh, the first time I've ever dealt with an enchanted evening was that party. Yeah. Okay. That's what I say. Okay. Uh. Uh. Did you get? Um, anyways, what what were you going to say? I was going to say yeah. Your answer was yeah. Quite honestly, in prior to uh, combining the licenses into a single license, yeah. If you walked out of Taste Pilot's Grill with a beer, you would have been stopped. If you were walking towards the restaurant, you would have been stopped before you entered into the restaurant carrying a beer. Really? I you know, really? and all the times I've been there, I didn't see the the beer police. You know, you know, going back and forth at the front door to make sure you didn't walk in with a beer. We, we, we actually had people that were stationed right there at the outside of the restaurant. Uh, the the four licenses were the park-wide license that was for the wharf. That was for the margarita and the beer truck. There was a license for... Because that's a separate operator, I would think. I think I think Mondavi had to have their own because they, op- had their own. they operated the restaurant. Uh, and what's ABC, his... Pol- the ABC... Puck? Puck had his own because he operated Puck the restaurant. King Puck, yeah. Uh, ABC Bistro had their own, and the uh, Taste Pilot's Grill had their own. And we had people stationed specifically at each one of those locations for that. Exp- well, the the Wolfgang Puck, we weren't too worried about. The Mondavi, we weren't too worried about because, well, but honestly, that was their license. It, it didn't have to affect us that much. We still had people around there. We were required to have them. But we didn't have to worry too much about it. But ABC uh, Bistro and uh, the Taste Pilot's Grill, yeah, we did have people that were there, sat there specifically just watching to make sure you didn't have interchange between uh, venues. Uh, ABC Bistro, uh, same as uh, the others, very easy to handle because the alcohol that was served at the Bistro and at Wolfgang Puck and at Mondavi were in glassware wasn't plastic the one that was always the trickiest was taste pilots grill because you had people that would get beer at the beer truck and want to go in and have a burger or vice versa and they just couldn't let it go between the two wait a second okay i've got to drop the bs flag here because it wasn't go ahead okay it wasn't glassware it was plastic if you walked up to the uh, walk-up bar at Mondavi, their little wine bar downstairs. Yeah, they had those little plastic. It was plastic, not glass. It wasn't the yellow cups like you get at Taste Pilots or at Carl Strauss truck. They, they, they had the plastic there. I'm talking about the dining, but yeah, you're yeah, right. No one, okay, but see, when you're, when, you're, when you're a wine snob or whatever, and you sit down at a restaurant to have wine at a theme park or wherever, you finish it at the table. You don't pick it up and walk out the door with it. Right. Same and like I said, again, those weren't areas that we were. Uh, Mondavi and Wolfgang Puck, they owned those licenses. So, you know, push to shop. It was their responsibility. It wasn't Disney responsibility. ABC Bistro was a Disney restaurant, but again, it's the type of thing that when you ordered a drink in there, you had it with your meal. You weren't walking around with it like you would from the beer truck, go walking around the park. Or vice versa, being over at Taste Pilots Grill, have your burger and fries and finish off your beer while you're walking around well, the park. Okay, Taste Pilots is a counter service. The rest right. of them, the rest of the ones you're talking about, are table service. Right. So you know, I, I I don't I can't imagine the only place that have a problem would be Taste Pilots Grill because that's what I said. That's the only one that was ever, that was ever really any trick about it on watching it. And I don't ever yeah. remember anyone having a problem walking out of the wharf area with a beer in their hand. No, not out of the wharf area. The wharf area was park wide. You can go anywhere in the park. 
No, you can't. You, you, you're contradicting. You said anywhere, but then you gave a list of like four or five places you couldn't go. Well, correct. You couldn't go into where there was another license. You couldn't go into another license area. But you wouldn't be taking your necessarily taking your beer in a plastic cup over to Mondavi or Wolfgang Puck or over to uh, uh, Soap Opera Bistro. But you would maybe stop and get a burger. And that's where you had to, that was the one that was always the one that was the most difficult to watch. But like I said, fortunately, a number of years ago, they combined them all into a single license, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, well, remember, this is 10 years ago, right? Yeah, that, that changed, like, within about 9.78 years ago. All right. 9.78. When Wolfgang Puck left, that's when it all changed. All right. Thanks for the great show and show ideas. Uh, Greg, Mike, and Schaff just is, finished listening. What is this what? from uh, the one that came today? Uh, yes, in fact, it did. Okay. I haven't read the whole thing yet. Okay, good. I just want to make sure we're on the same one. Okay. Because I'll try to pick up on your John and Ken vibe now. Oh, very nice. Just finished listening to the latest show, and I'm very sorry to hear that MiceCast is coming to an end. Well, it's not exactly correct. We're just not going on a regular schedule, but I appreciate the thought. MiceCast is my favorite Disney podcast, hands down. Again, thank you. Thank you. you provide a much-needed balance to all of the DFs and Pixie snorters out there. Thank you. I think we do. <laughs> Even when off on tangents about politics, recording equipment, job searches, etc., the show is still very entertaining. Your personalities make it entertaining regardless of the topic. Hell, put out another show about Tron, I'd listen. <laughs> now that the show is coming to an end, I'm feeling guilty about not writing in as much or participating in the community. I've written a couple of times. I'm from Everett, Washington, just 30 miles north of Seattle. I think Richard yeah. had mentioned at one point he had family in Vancouver, Washington. Yes. Anyway, Anyways. Oh, okay. Not that much of a pause. Well. Some possible show topics for the <laughs> remaining shows. Traveling to Disney parks with kids. How young were your kids when you first took them to the parks? Hmm. Let's see. Four weeks. We, yeah, we we've done we've done this rant <laughs> yeah. and advice a few times, yeah. but we can go. My, over. my wife and I are 28 and used to go to Disneyland and Walt Disney World every year, but had just had our first child three and a half months ago. We're thinking about going to Walt Disney World late September or early October 2011 when he's about 13 months. We realize he won't remember the trip. It's more about us getting our Disney fix. It's only been 12 months since we were at Disneyland Resort, eight months since Walt Disney World, and we're already having withdrawals. <clears throat> Tell us some more stories about strange things you encountered while working in security. Those are always entertaining. Uh, more politically incorrect stories about land whales on the motorized scooters. <laughs> My wife and I have noticed that there seems to be a whole lot more land whales at WDW than Disneyland Resort. I might argue that point, but I understand. But then again, you get more. There's just people. more people, yeah. Uh, they are. They all seem to stay at Pop Century or Poop Century, as he's calling it, and back up the bus line. So we've been staying more at Port Orleans Riverside lately. You thought your thoughts on Disney merch like Duffy pin trading and Vinyl Mania, food. It's been a while since you talked about food. What are your favorite restaurants in each park? Include Walt Disney World too. Just thoughts for the topic. I love the show, guys, and I'm really going to miss it. I appreciate all of the time you have devoted to it. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm, I thought Mike could jump in. Oh, read my uh, – say my own name? Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's from Michael. <laughs> yeah. And no, Mike didn't write it to himself. No. Uh, <laughs> 
All right. Oh, do we want to come back to these, or you want to cover a few of them? No, but let's do them while we're here. Well, all right. Let's just go from the bottom up because I think that's easier. Food. It's been a while since we talked about food, and Richard just recently got to go uh, to the park, though he didn't try probably any of the good food. Uh, we can talk about food and what we like about food in all the parks. What do you think, well, including okay. Walt Disney World? Well, we know we don't. Shaft's favorite place here is the Village House. Yeah, pretty much any place where Shaft can stuff Village a big house? No, 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 no. Village House is not my favorite place. Pretty much any oh, place. Oh wait, Richard, Tomorrowland Terrace. Can, yeah, Tomorrowland Terrace any, is not my favorite now. Pretty much anywhere Richard can stuff a weenie or a hamburger in his mouth. <laughs> he well, is not. Talk- for, he's not particular, or really bad pizza. Because again, well, we, we 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 got to talk about. Just the burgers. Uh, I do like a corn dog, but now that uh, AJ just popped on, uh, only AJ can have the corn dog. So, well, that oh, one yeah. was kind of that one was kind of veiny. So I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no AJ uh, jokes. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll 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 make the comment about having young kids in there. Um, we're, we're not on. That, no, right? no. We're, we're on. We're, we're rolling from the bottom okay. to the top. Wait, you don't have the mail, do you, Richard? No, I don't have my email available. So just follow okay. us. All right, you. so we'll we'll okay. change the subject for you. Okay, yes. so thank you. Food. So, so let's talk about Disney Resort first for food, good restaurants. Um, let's leave the bad ones out and just say where we like to eat a lot. Um, Storytellers, one of my favorite yeah. places. A little overpriced for their breakfast buffet, but they've got killer bread, and I think the menu in general is uh, pretty good. So, yeah, I like storytellers. They're uh, even their dinner buffet has prime rib. Yeah, so I think that's one of the, I think one of the great hidden. Uh, when we're talking about the downtown Disney, they're not really truly Disney so much, but there are a few good uh, downtown Disney restaurants. In fact, I don't think I haven't eaten at a bad downtown Disney restaurant. Let's oh, just put okay, it what's bad? Food or service? <sighs> Either one. I, I haven't had the sketchiest place is Rainforest. Well, yeah, I've. I've I have to say I've had good experiences at Rainforest. I've had decent food, so I can't really say um, yeah, anything I've negative. Had, I've always had good st- service over at, uh, at uh, Rainforest. So. Food, food's okay. You know, it's, 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 it's fine, so it's not bad food. I just, it's service no, it's, it's those well. places you take people from out of town. To, never seen one of those Ooh, kind of places. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, but anyways, okay, so inside the parks, that's, you know, California Adventure. We like our Taste Pilots Grill. You know, if you've got to yeah. go to a hamburger joint, Taste Pilot Grill is probably um, one of the betters if you have to have that. And I've had the ribs actually the last few times, and I gotta say the the ribs were pretty darn tasty. And if you need a weenie fix, you can stuff a weenie over at Award Wieners, uh, and they're not too bad. And they finally have a place you can sit. You don't have to sit on the benches in front of the Frank Lloyd Wright right. Memorial Re- restrooms while <laughs> eating. <laughs> so that's always a good. Yeah, thing. they gave they uh, what carved out some. Uh, Q space from uh, yeah the way the wasted Q space over at Muppets, one of the worst Vision, attractions yeah. in the park Muppet Vision um, just a total waste of real estate to put all that uh, uh, Q area there. Uh, other than that, um, I don't really go out of my way to eat anything. I don't like the new Chinese restaurant. I don't think it's very good. I haven't eaten and, there. The, and the new Mexican restaurant, I think, uh, is not very good. I like I preferred the menu of the old one. This one, I just. It's not my style, um, too heavily laden with way, way too spicy too stuff. Too much MSG? Yeah, no, no, over at the Mexican Oh, okay. One. Now, the, here's the problem with the Chinese one. <clears throat> you can only order three types of ch- 
chicken or beef, I think. Uh, three, there's basically, let's say, three special sauces. One idiot guest can't figure out what which one of the three special sauces they want until they get to the window because they haven't actually looked at the menu. And two, unlike normal Chinese restaurants, which soak their meat in those sauces while they're cooking, Disney just drops it on at the end, so you really don't get a very authentic taste uh, to them. Yeah, so. it's it's yeah, it's, it's kind of plain. And also, it depends on the service that you get there. I've been fortunate enough that every time I've been there, I've gotten you know a fair amount of meat and a fair amount of sauce that's been put on the rice. I've talked to a couple people. They say they'll get three pieces of meat and it'll be as dry as a bone, um, and it's just all steamed rice, and that's all they get. And they they nobody likes it. So, yeah. I, I, I have to say, I got a decent helping of everything the one time I ate there. But it just didn't taste that great. You know, I was trying to put my finger on it. John Dub jumped right on. He says, it's just not cooked right. You know, usually you, it's marinated in the sauces. I'm like, you know what? You're right. And uh, yeah. so, yeah, and, I saw that. <laughs> Aussie John. Chef <laughs> loves his meat. Uh, Thanks. So Thanks other than other than that, I don't really think there's anything to get um, excited about it uh, California Adventure. My wife does like the Italian restaurant, um, the old Mondavi um, place. It's and it's okay, though. I find their bread utterly uneatable. Their their breadsticks and stuff. So like, take it out of the freezer, put it on your plate, and hopefully you'll have something. Yeah, no, it's not very good. Um, at Disneyland, I think any of the New Orleans restaurants are decent, and I do mean that. Any of them, even with the changed healthy menu at uh, um, French Market. And the lack of refills, it's still decent. It's just not as good as it used to be, but it's it's okay if you want something else. Lack of refills. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I see John just put up Cafe Orleans, and I have to agree. That's my probably my favorite restaurant right now is Cafe Orleans. I have not eaten there since it turned into table service, um, so I can't really speak to that. It was still you know kind of a buffet style uh, the last time what? I ate. One of the reasons I like it, it's kind of one of those hidden gems. A lot of people always go for the Blue Bayou restaurant, and yet Cafe O has very similar, not the exact, but very similar menu. And while everybody's standing in line for uh, Blue Bayou, you can, even if you have to wait, it's usually a very short wait to get uh, service over there. Yeah, you, you don't stand in line for the Bayou. If you don't have your, your appointment, you're not oh, getting there. There's there's people that will stand over there trying to get into it still. Yeah, but you know what I mean. It's not a place you yeah, stand I understand for. What, per I understand se. what you're now, saying. I don't know if I would agree with you that the the menus are that close because I don't think they've got steak and. Um, and no. Isn't like the only crossover the Monte Cristo? Monte Cristo is a definite crossover, which in the Monte Cristo is my favorite. Um, you're right; it doesn't go, have the Go serpent. figure! There a heart attack on a plate. Richard's eating it. Love the Monte Cristo sandwich. <laughs> heart attack on a plate. Um, but Man, but they can't. don't they don't have the surf and turf like they have over at the Blue Bayou. But they do. I if I remember correctly, they do have a a steak, like a New York steak or something, on the dinner menu, over at Cafe Orleans. That that is worthy of a look up because I thought the last time I walked by it was pretty much all like Cajun style uh, sandwiches and stuff. No, yeah, no, the sandwich menu the sandwich menu does, didn't didn't excite me. No, yeah. me either. Me either. Now, other than that, I have to say I do like. It's not called the celebration thing anymore. The I don't barbecue. You're going to barbecue, right? Yeah, it's it's sure not like the old barbecue. No, it's much more pricey. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to be prepared to eat to really get 
uh, your money's worth. But you know what? Right back to the Cafe Orleans. This was updated October 2010. So, um, of course, they've got see French onion soup, New Orleans gumbo. Uh, of course, I love French onion soup, too. They've so. got uh, Monte Cristo. They've got three cheese Monte Cristo. they got the Mardi Gras chicken sandwich. they got the Creole ratatouille, Crescent City salmon salad, French quarter Caesar salad. So far, I'm not seeing any. That's, that's all the lunch menu. What's the dinner menu? Uh, that's the only menu they've got listed on here. Yeah, that's the lunch menu because they do have two separate menus there. Where? Mm-hmm. Cafe Orleans? Yeah. Because it's table service? Yep. Yeah, Yeah. this this particular site, uh, All Ears Net, so they're pretty oh. Disney World-centric anyways. So. Listed as Big Thunder Ranch Barbecue now. Yeah, and I have to say, I've eaten there twice now, I think, and... Like I said, you must be prepared to uh, eat to get your value out of it, in, in my opinion. Okay, so lunch and dinner. I okay, and there's, there's, a, there's, there's a comment a, coming up. There's no steak at Cafe no, O. I not, thought there was. but there's a No, so pretty much what I listed is the lunch and dinner menu. So you're wrong, Richard. That is the lunch and dinner menu. Okay. So stuff that in your my knowledge of Disney. <laughs> backside. But the uh, barbecue is good. The food is good. It just... Um, I say to get twenty nine dollars worth, you you've got to really. They'll keep bringing it though. Oh, they will. They'll and, keep and bringing it. I was going to nope. say that's the thing you got to remember with that restaurant is that they will bring some, but they won't advertise necessarily that they that you could. Oh yes, they yes do. they do. They tell you when they do sit they? you down. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, Richard, you got to get out. Yeah. Um, yes, they do. Short of that, and um, the pavilion on Main Street. That's pretty much if I want to in. Yeah, Plaza Inn. If I want some, sorry, thank you, Plaza Inn. If I want something good to eat, those are the places I'm going to go. The rest of it's just fast food garbage that you can get anywhere. Yeah, Zocalo, no. Not a fan of uh, Zocalo. It's, you know, it's Zocalo used to be really good. Yeah, I think when it, it had barbecue and Mexican food. Yeah. yeah, it had the mixture. It's If you want, strictly want some Mexican food, it's okay. I think the previous incarnations were, were better. Uh, okay, car, somebody asked about Carnation Cafe. Sure, if you want to wait for that, that's fine. That's, okay, Carnation Cafe breakfast, I think, is their strong, their strong, strong meal because yeah. it switches, to, it flips the sandwiches for lunch. And are they open for right. dinner? Do they have They're dinner? They're open, but it's the same. It's the same menu, if I remember correctly. Yeah, their I'm lunch. Their lunch isn't. Uh, eh, it's it. Yeah. I'm reading what other people say. Yeah, yeah. Carnation, Carnation Cafe good value. Yeah. yeah, chicken and plaza and rocked. I agree with that. Um, the Their Oscar pasta. special is right. Yeah, everybody makes this big deal about Oscar. I don't really give a shit. If the breakfast tastes good, I don't really. It's kind of like the thing with. I don't care if Indra Peterson is a meteorologist or not. As long as she looks good and gives me the weather right, that's all I care about. I don't care if Oscar cooks it or J Lo cooks it or Mike cooks it. I don't care as long as it tastes good. So, uh, all right, <laughs> can we, we? We need to move on because. Yeah, 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 we're still on. Yeah, we got one, two. We got four more bullets. We haven't hit Walt Disney World yet. Uh, I'll, I'll say my favorite huh. breakfast is going to be always be over at the uh, Riverbell Terrace, which is uh, home. Wait, of wait. The- are are you going to are you going to continue with that? I just don't know because I haven't been there since the rehab. But they have a totally different lunch and dinner menu. Do they still have their same old breakfast menu? Mickey yes, waffles. They do. Mm. Yeah, over at. The- over at uh, Riverbell Terrace, yes, they do. They still have the uh, Mickey Mouse pancakes, the Mickey Mouse waffles. They have the bacon and eggs, all that fun stuff. 
somehow you're, Rich, you're it seems like Mike wants to call the. Uh, oh, you know what? One thing I forgot, oh. and it's not, it's not really a dinner thing, but right around the little chicken skewers right around the corner from there at the Bingo Barbecue. But it's not, it's, you know, you suck one of those off of there and you felt like you've eaten Chinese, you're hungry and again in about 10 minutes. It's not really a meal. <laughs> That's right. They're not a whole lot. It's, it's a snack, you know. Yeah, I'm, I, I want to look okay. at the menu for <laughs> Brad. We should all we should check all the facts. Shacks or chefs facts. That's good. Uh, it's not just me. Now I'm getting. Jeez. Oh, there there are only eight. four. There are only four restaurants. Yes. Let's see, wait a second. One. Three two. table service restaurants in Disneyland. No, you're not even. You don't even have a clue where I'm going. There's only okay. three restaurants. <laughs> four restaurants that have breakfast. It's Cafe Main, uh, Cafe Main Street, the Plaza Inn Brick, uh, Princess Breakfast Buffet, the Tomorrowland Terrace at the Fast Food Restaurant, and Fast Food Breakfast, and the River Bell Terrace. According right. to uh, All Ears Net, as of Carnation May 10th, Cafe as breakfast, right? That's what you said. That's Main Street, right? Right. Yeah, uh, but what, I, what I was going to say, according to All Ears Net, the uh, they still have Mickey Mouse pancakes, Mark Twain scrambled eggs, country fried potatoes, steamboat fluffy pancakes. Nothing about a um, Mickey Mouse, uh, or say wait, Mickey Mouse pancakes. Nothing about a Mickey Mouse shape. What was the third, second thing he said? Uh, waffles. There's nothing here about Mickey Mouse waffles. There's Mickey Mouse waffles there too. But did they change the, the name of Village House? What? It no, was in the did. rehab last time I saw. So no, I no. Know. What the heck's Troubadour Tavern? Oh, that's Troubadour the, Tavern. That's up at uh, Videopolis at Fantasyland Theater. Oh, okay. So that's Yums. Okay. Yeah, it's the one that makes yes. the big, huge keep up potatoes. Right. Keep up with the time. Yum. I've been up there. Okay. So, all right. So, Troubadour Tavern has breakfast. Yum. Really? Yes. No. Yum. Yes. Troubadour Tavern breakfast. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> blueberry muffin, butter croissant, and whole fruit. Those oh, are your choices. <laughs> oh, so okay, so Shaft said four, right? Four breakfast. So I that don't count Tavern. Okay. Oh, so now, now, now you get to decide what Carnation Cafe right, breakfast <laughs> and then Riverbell Terrace breakfast, right? Right. And then we also said. Doesn't even say Troubadour Tavern then for breakfast here. It says lunch and dinner here. Where's here? Where are you looking? I'm, I'm looking at the uh, Disneyland site. Oh. I know, and it, it says nothing about Mickey Mouse waffles either. So it does say uh, Mickey Mouse uh, pancakes, okay. but nothing about Mickey Mouse waffles. Tomorrowland Terrace breakfast. And Mickey Mouse pancakes, Mark Twain, the Mark Twain. See that? Yeah, the Mark Twain and the Steamboat, those are from days gone by. Uh, Steamboat, Mickey Mouse shaped pancake, Mark Twain, Becky Thatcher fruit plate, beverage. Eight bucks for breakfast isn't too bad, I suppose. No, it's not. Disneyland breakfast, but I—it seems to me, it, does it come in a little steamy plastic thing? Because it doesn't look like it's—it's it's not like a sit-down restaurant where they're like making it up. Is it like kind of? No, it's—it's—it's it's, it's a sit-down. You sit down. It's on a plate. I've seen the place. It's a sit-down, but it's not a sit-down restaurant anymore. It's like a, a cafeteria line you go through and you pick yeah, something a, that's up that's pre-prepared. That's the way it's always been. And it's not it's not necessarily pre-prepared. Some of it's pre-prepared. Others they prepare it as, as you're you know prepare it right there in front of you type deal. So oh yeah, we forgot about plastic breakfast. Yeah, you're correct, Greg. It doesn't mention on this one about the uh, Mickey Mouse waffles, but I do remember seeing them over there. So I'm sure you did. All right, Let, should we move on to Walt Disney World? Or do you want to move sure. on to the next bullet point? 
Uh, no, we'll go to Disney World because I'm curious uh. to see what Richard didn't eat at. Uh, um, <laughs> I'll just let you guys oh. ramble on. on oh that my one. gosh! You wait, you didn't try anything at Walt Disney World? Well, I tried a few things. What did you what? try? What did you consider a try? What did you step out of your comfort zone? Uh, pizza and hot dogs and hamburgers. <laughs> no, uh, I was trying some of the quiches over in France. Okay, that's that's not that was that was at the snack thing. That wasn't at <laughs> yeah, the snack. No, I, I, I did. You're you're right. I did not uh, everything that we did. Besides, over, real men don't eat quiche. So <laughs> you know, there you go. Real men do eat quiche. You can talk. You can talk to uh, yeah, whatever. All it right. Is. Anyway, where did you go? <laughs> Thank you, John. Quiches for poofs. <laughs> Uh, is there anything like a poofta? <laughs> okay, so Richard, other than, like we said, hamburger, dogs, or pizza, what did you step out and actually sit down and eat? I, You're correct in saying I did not go to any of the sit-down, wait-and-be-served restaurants while we were there. No table service in Florida when no, you were there? No table service while we were there, no. Okay. How about there buffets? Were you... minor, there were a couple minor exceptions on okay, that. Okay, so what's, give but us the minor made. exception. What, what, we, Buffets. We went to the uh, captain. What was it? The uh, restaurant inside the uh, yacht club, which I mean, oh, they're, they're a basic little coffee house. Yeah, okay. Right, and th- that was about the only exception to it. The rest of the time, we were just eating on the run. Eating on the run. Yeah. All right. He so he okay, run, he, he doesn't run at the parks. So I know what that means. They he just didn't want to get out of his comfort zone. So no. How about fish and chips? No fish and chips at, in Great Britain. I'm not a big. I'm not a fish eater. My wife had them. She liked them. I I, I take that back. I did try some of them because and she. Got where did, and where did you eat while she was? Did you make her eat on the run while you went to get hot dogs and pizza? Or made his way around American Adventure just for hot dogs. Is that the only place you get a hot dog at Epcot? <laughs> no, I just. I just. Or uh, electric no, umbrella, in, maybe. Future, I guess Future World, you can get one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay. All right. Well, so then, rather, I, rather, rather 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 than spending how much time berating my, uh, we're just curious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. why, why don't you talk about? Why don't you talk about something serious and oh, say? Okay. We are uh, serious. Four All right. Uh, uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge. Go to Boma. Uh, you can have Boma. I, I realize a lot of people really, really like it. The spices weren't quite my thing, but it's just, I did, it, did find something. I'll eat. tell you what I liked about Boma, right? Oh, okay, it was it was different. You know, you got a chance of quote unquote exotic, but it really wasn't that far off. It sure. wasn't crazy exotic, you know. And and of the two things, I said, oh, that looks good, and it didn't taste right. I was able to find something else there. It looked good. It tasted okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I found stuff to fill me up, but it wasn't my From the kids' section? Favorite. From the deep uh, dinosaur yeah, chicken much. nuggets? Ossie Ossi John says Gio Knight, or is it Gico, I thought is what it's called. Gico is, the, is a I've super... Expensive. I heard people... Well, a couple of people that I traveled with didn't think that much of it. Boma so, downhill, huh? Oh. Oh, in December, Gico was good. I don't know. Um, <laughs> thank you, Spence. <laughs> the zebra, zebra domes, domes are overrated. They're they're, I don't even they're too what sweet. They were, but they're sweet. Okay, um, okay so uh, uh, things I liked. I liked the uh, Japanese teppan restaurant. I oh yes, like Mitsukoshi. What do they call it now? Just the teppanito. Teppanito now. I like yes. it a lot. Yes, very good. Uh, and just, and that's a place where the chef makes makes or breaks the fun factor. The fun factor, sure, sure. Um, I. Beer gardens, I've had enough of. It's overrated. I've only done the beer garden once, and it was okay. Uh, it's it's okay for schnitzels and whatever, but it's just there are so many other great places that, eh. 
I will never do the Nine Dragons again, though the fast food place is okay. Beer Garden, uh, I think the floor show is what makes it... Uh... If you get the floor show. I sat in there for hours and barely got an Oompa band. So, uh, well, that's what I meant. That's what we got, though. Yeah, know, the... yeah. German sausages is for chef. That's good. <laughs> uh, uh, I, like, I like San Angel. I've had really good meals, though I've seen the menu go up and down there, but I um, I think the San Angel is great. I've only, has... eaten, I've only eaten San Angel once. That was my very first trip ever to Florida back in 1990. Uh, yeah, the shit so. seller over at Canada, I mean, the, the Le Cellier at uh, Canada is pretty good. It's not great, but I think it's good. See, here's a funny thing. I ate there three years in a row, Yeah. and each year it went down. Well, I say I didn't think it was great, but it was a good steak. It wasn't a great steak. Yeah, it was a good steak. It, the first year we ate there was it, steak tasty. The their signature soup tasty, and then the next year, all the their breadsticks that look like pretzels. You know that they, I just. But for all, for all the hype, it's not that good. Ah, you yeah, you would think with the hype, they would be just. Yeah, I like what John's saying. Good. Le Cellier is good, but freaking expensive for what you get. I think that's that encapsulates it very well. Um, uh, I'm trying to think over in Epcot. Yeah, no monkey brains for me, so I don't eat at Morocco. I, Here, you know, I, I got to say, I, I, I ate at Morocco at the uh, fast food restaurant. I wanted the to Tandoori go Cafe, yeah. yeah I, I got to go my coffee from there. Uh, I actually did try several of the foods, uh, a couple of different foods. That was rather tasty. I enjoyed that a lot. Our last trip to Florida two years ago, we had made reservations for monkey brains. Yeah, Tangerine Cafe, sorry. Uh, for the Monkey Brain Mar- Restaurant Marrakesh. And that was the day that um, we had sick child and we were home. It was raining like cats and dogs that day, too. You remember you were stuck on the... Yeah, you, you on know the, the one place I don't think of... Well, other than Monkey Brains, which I'm never going to eat at. I still haven't eaten in France. I'm not, you know, big on, you know, ratatouille and snails crawling around my plate, things like that. Um, but... I've had some desire to eat there, not a huge desire, but the place I've never really had a desire uh, at all to eat is the Italian restaurants. My wife and I both love Italian, but she's really, because she is Italian, she's very picky about our Italian. So we've never bothered because we eat Italian a lot. So I haven't eaten Italian either. We never really went out of our way uh, to do that. Uh, the rest of Epcot, pretty much. Oh, oh we have to. The, the uh, I have to mention. I do like the um, fish and chips, and I prefer yeah. the fish and chips Yorkshire fish at man. the to go window. Yes. Then I then I do the inside the restaurant. Even though it's the, the same freaking place. <laughs> no, but you know, here's the difference. Here's the big difference, in my opinion. The fish and chip at the the walk up, you get a, multiple small pieces. Inside, you get one large piece, and to me, it just cooks up better as the smaller All right. piece. I agree with that. I've never, ha- I've never had it to sit down. If I go into Wait, the Rose and Crown, I'll eat steak or something. You know? Oh, I, my that's... son had their, their steak, and I tried it. It's it's English steak. It's it's dry. It's not that good. No, it wasn't, no, it wasn't that. <laughs> it was fine. But I, I think my my son made he ordered it wrong. I think he, he I found out the hard way with a lot of Disney restaurants is. You don't go in there and say you want something, let's say, medium well. You say, you tell them. One last thing? No, how much pink you want. Oh. Because every chef, every restaurant is kind of different. I want it just mildly pink, or I want it a lot pink, or I want it still screaming on my plate. Whatever your desire is, and then they'll off, get wipe it. Wipe it as Then they get it right. Yeah. But if you yeah. don't. I find that I've never like, blew by you once. I thought I'm not going to come back eat here again. It was it was really overdone. So the next time I went with some friends, 
I tried it the other way. And from there on, I've used that method every time. Yeah, guys tell them that. Perfect steak, yeah. Uh, uh, let's see, what else? Um, sit down, sit down, garden grill in the land. I don't, uh, you know, I don't like I the have, seafood place. I have to say the garden grill was a mild surprise because I wanted to eat back there in 86. We didn't get to it. Went one year. We didn't even have to. We just made a reservation for the next day. We walked up. Hey, can we eat here tomorrow? Yeah, sure. No problem. And I was overwhelmed. I was like, this is good. I can't believe this isn't talked about more. I I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, both both places in the land are, are good. The, oh, the, the I haven't the, eaten the, the counter new service downstairs. Yeah, I haven't eaten in the new one uh, downstairs. It's pretty much sandwiches, like a. No, like no, a, it's like eight different stations with different kinds of food. Okay, it's supposed yeah. to be like an airport type of. Yes, but it's a food court. It's a food court. It's sandwiches, food court. all different types Asian of noodles. And, and we had breakfast desserts. down there. They had a decent breakfast down there where you can get whatever you wanted. All right, what, where else? Um, so, Epico- Sunshine season. Got, yeah, it's, uh, the rest of it's just um, fast food kind of. I like umbrella. Stay away from that place. <laughs> yeah, it's that place is the worst. Fucking um, too. Um, now, Magic Kingdom. I, you know, I have to say it. I I do like Casey's Corner for fast food because there's Richard's hot dogs. How many times did you eat at Casey's Corner when you're there last, Richard? Not once. Oh, liar. Corn dogs. They have their little. They no. have the mini corn. Did dogs. they have corn dogs there? I just remember having hot nope. dogs at Casey. We we. The the place I enjoyed eating at the most over there was probably over at the Space Place. Chinese food. Oh, oh the, the, the noodle. has shit dogs. Yeah, shit the noodle. Dogs. The noodle station. It, Tomorrowland it, noodle station now. It was, it was, yeah, actually, it was actually open. In the last five years and all the time I've been, the noodle station has never been open. Yeah, it was open Same the here. entire time yeah. over there. No, yeah. But you were there. You, when we did there, you September? eat there or did Karen eat there? No, we all ate there. You actually ate a noodle. A Chinese noodle? What else did you have on your Chinese noodle? Well, gee, Greg, I had the orange chicken, and I think, if I remember, they had a teriyaki chicken there, too. I'm just kind of surprised, because when I want to take you to places other than, you know, again, hot dog, chicken, pizza, you, you always kind of cringe, so. <laughs> um, there's lots uh, of good places. You know, I, I, for sit-down, Magic Kingdom... The Princess Buffet place, or the Princess, uh, you know, up in the castle. Formerly King Stephens. Yeah, what's it called now? Long time ago. Yeah, I would whatever. say that's only good for a princess experience. It used to be yeah. more general. Now it's more, I didn't think the food was as good as what is built up to exactly. be. Yeah, if you're from Disneyland, home. you know, if you're a Disneyland regular and you go to Disney World, it's a, it's a unique thing to eat inside the castle. Yeah, do it once. You'll yes, you sit up there overlooking Fantasyland. Yeah, that's cool. But it, it's not remarkable uh, food. No, the, the lobby's almost good enough to just get in and go look around the <laughs> yeah. lobby. Uh, I'm I trying to think of my like favorite Lib- food. Liberty Tree. Liberty Tree, Tampa. yeah. That's got Liberty Tree's, I like that one. Liberty Tree was a must-do. We found that place, and I think we've gone back every time since. Yeah, again, a lot of food just keeps it coming. It's um, a family style. We've done Crystal Palace once. Uh, it was okay. Yeah, we we did the the poo. Um, yeah, the the poo character buffet. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 you know, it was okay. I, and I say okay, it wasn't great. It was okay. All, all the buffets, by definition, I think at Disney World are, are standard. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, not, I don't get the big Woody on for all the um, uh, fixin' bars at all the the burger joints. 
in the Magic Kingdom. So they do little to no good for me to say, oh, I get to put my own lettuce on. Oh, I get to fry up my onions. Well, that, well, that was, I was going to say, that was the uh, fun one over at uh, Pecos Bill. It was, I like having, I like getting the fried onions on the uh, burger. That's a little nicer. Pecos Bill, that place was nuts the last it, time I was there. Gets, it, it gets really nuts. nuts. Yeah. Just yeah, like Harbor I, House. I'll, nuts. I'll, I'll agree here. AJ saying it's average. It is average. It's it's, it's well, it's counter it's, service. It's it's, it's counter service. It's like going over to any other burger place. But I do like having when they were open because they weren't. They didn't always have. They usually just had the, you know, the regular uh, stand with the lettuce and tomatoes and everything. But every now, but when you had the people there that were actually grilling up the stuff and they could grill up the onions the way you liked them. That was they've, nice. been, they've been doing that for at least five years because ever since. Yeah, but I, but I'm saying when we were there, they didn't always have somebody in the back. Sometimes they just had stuff out the back. JJ, what's a shit fight? I can't. Just... I, I think what he means is so freaking crowded to find okay, a place to that's sit. What I think like so. Fighting over. Yeah, but okay. And in the last few times, and I've um, turkey leg tur- turkey legs. I can't. I tried a turkey leg once. I will never try one again. Too big. No, I like it. The it was it was dry, dry, it okay, was disgusting. It'd been uh, you know, I just won't. I just won't do that again. But, you know, looking at the the Magic Kingdom, I've never seen that the pirate and whatever thing open on the other side. So people just use it to sit. And I, I don't know what kind of food it is. It might just be the same stuff. Pirates there used to be some kind of eatery right when you walked into Adventureland. I've never seen that open. It looks like it's closed all the time. And then, of course, right next to that, you, you've got everybody has to get their little swirly ice cream of coconut, you know, piss. Not coconut. <laughs> it's pineapple, coconut. dude. Yeah, <laughs> pineapple, <laughs> coconut, piss, whatever. It all, you know. Um, <laughs> what makes me sick are the people walk around chewing these things like my dog chews on a boat. Yeah, you know, some of them are in those uh, ECVs we've been talking about. Yeah, that's right, the land whale. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that just, now, that the, just struck a funny boat. Sorry. Yeah. In the general vicinity of the Magic Kingdom, you gotta you gotta try the restaurant at the Polynesian. I can't even think of a, the name right now. Ohana's. Uh, Ohana's. Ohana's. Oh, yes. cousin, that place is good, cousin, and uh, I enjoy yeah. it a lot. That's almost like a uh, it's almost like a Brazilian churrascaria because they keep bringing the meat. Need yeah. more meat comes on a, you know, comes on a stick, right? They just drop it off on your plate. Yeah, I we I the, I've eaten there twice. I think couldn't get enough food. I mean, it was just it was good. Now I used to like the Grand uh, Grand Canyon Steakhouse, and that's changed or Grand Concourse Steakhouse. I think it's changed names, but the food still seems to be pretty. It's good. It's right next door to Chef Mickey's there, and the yeah, in yeah. a contemporary. Um, uh, so the. Every place I ate, and also at the um, Grand Floridian was good. We didn't go up to the the real high end places, but we ate, uh, at one of the places in there. It was it was a good breakfast, but I, you know we don't eat breakfast a lot. Now uh, at Ohana, we timed our meal to be there when they piped in the music for Wishes. Oh, nice! So you could sit there at your table, look out the window, see Wishes fireworks show going on in Magic Kingdom. They piped the music in. How sweet! Yeah, it was nice. Now uh, that's good, especially. It's better if you get near a window, of course. Yeah, we're like uh, the restaurants oriented east-west, right? Long ways. So there's long plate glass windows looking north, and we're like two tables back from the window. So it was good enough. And and, and all the kids just go up to the edge of the window anyway and 
you know the place I I I just don't want to go anymore, and I really miss. And uh, my friend Mark and I got to eat there. Luckily, when it was still a good place, was the top of the world, which is now the California, California Grill. Grill. You know all the people uh, that that talk about that place. It's like a lot of people's favorites, people that we know. I you know I wonder if it's their favorite because of the location or the food or both. Now I guess when I went there in seven no 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 uh, eighty. Two, we ate at the top. It was a, it was a dinner show. You know, you got entertainment. You had a great view. There was a bar. You could just go up to the bar. A couple of nights, we just went up to the bar to drink. When Richard and I and Karen went, uh, you could just go up there and go out to the, uh, the observation lounge. Now I understand you can't even go up there unless you're you have a, a reservation, which I think is a drag because I'd love to go up and just take photos off the observation lounge. Um, but when I look at the menu and a lot, you know, it's a lot of goat cheese, a lot of just you know. I don't know. They call it California food, not in the freaking California places I eat. That's all I it's can Napa say. Napa Valley food. That's what they think they eat in Napa yeah. Valley. All right. It's trendy. It's, it is definitely California trendy. Maybe they should change the name to, to California trendy food. Nice. Beverly Hills, Santa, the People's Republic of Santa Monica, that type of stuff. Uh, we, all right. Yeah, move on. Uh, uh, let's see. Studios. It, it, I was going to say go to Animal Kingdom. It's easy because everything's fast food. There's Flame Tree. Well, Flame Tree's good, but I haven't eaten at the the new one, the Yakitera. The uh, Yak and Yeti. Yak and Yeti. I haven't eaten there because it wasn't open yet. I think the counter service was, but nobody wanted I, to do that. I've eaten the I counter th- service, the Yak and Yeti th- counter service. It's Chinese food. I think the Flame Tree is tasty for, oh, tree, for a walk-up. You know, it's, I, I can't say that I've had a bad meal at any of the kind of walk-up places at Animal Kingdom. What I've had a bad experiences with it's just a freaking lines they're, they're not very efficient um yeah they're slow so and then the tusker house they moved from counter service to table service yes and i have not been there since that was under rehab the last time i was there uh i'd eaten there once i thought they they had the better choice of eating because you could go over to the pizza place same exact setup i mean it's like they just took this floor plan moved it over here uh, you know themed it differently but uh again that's changed since i've been there uh, okay, so over to um, now, AJ. Like, I would I wouldn't say Tusker House. Well, okay, I've not I've not eaten at Tusker House since it switched to table service. He says it's better than Bulma. He, he says heaps better. Uh, he sounds engine now. Heaps better. Uh, moving over to the uh, studio. Yeah. Uh, I haven't eaten the at all the 50s places. Fifties Primetime the- Cafe. Uh, I do like the Fifties Primetime Cafe. Though I don't think it rocks, I think it's the experience that makes it. The food is average, I think. It depends on what you get. It depends on what you get. Depends uh, what you get. The fried uh, chicken's pretty good. I had fried chicken, but I've had better fried chicken. It it was very tasty, and meatloaf. my wife still the meatloaf still, was really she, good. Yeah, she had the meatloaf, and she still looks forward to that one. That that was one of the best meals that we had. Yeah. Was that? I, I do, but yet you didn't go the last time you were there. But she no, looks forward to it. You said you didn't no, go to did. any of the sit down yes, places. No, when we were talking about Epcot, uh, you know, you're because uh, at the top of the Walt, Walt Disney World, said I didn't sit down anywhere. We I asked you with, and- a, with a couple exceptions. I forgot we went. To, <laughs> we went to, okay. At, at there, we went to fifties. Uh, we went to the Sci-Fi Diner, and we went over to the Brown Derby. I thought you told me you went Brown to Sci-Fi Derby. Thing. You went to the Brown Derby. Yeah, I went to the Brown Derby for what? Get get ask reamed price for what? I, oh wait, the salad. The salad, the cop salad. Oh gosh. 
Cobb you couldn't get a Cobb salad awesome. anywhere that You're was freaking cheap. <laughs> I got the brown derby Cobb salad. That was an awesome salad, I guess. I, I've wanted to eat there. No one else in my group has ever wanted to pay the price to eat there, so I've never eaten there. All right. We're talking about going back to Florida a year from now, right? And and we're I'm trying to convince to go on the Jabba the Hutt dining plan. So we could Jeez. so we could do signature service every night. Every night do a two a two meal plan. I mean oh, a two is that, is, it gives you a I thought they just added breakfast. Did they no, it? it's three table service meals credits a day. Oh, on I the see job of the hut. You're gonna skip like breakfasts and do and the double d- meals at night. <laughs> double meals for dinner and then I sit down for lunch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, sorry. Um uh, kids will be nine. Well, I've got a new appreciation for when I remember a few years ago, I bitched and moaned about why are you using your counter service for buffets? You can't but use n- counter service for buffets. No, I mean, I'm sorry, the other way around. The sit down for buffets, I'm thinking, well, you know, I'd rather be served on. But well, after seeing sometimes the excess amounts of food they give you, I found that I'm kind of liking some of the buffets. Here's another reason. Here's another reason to do buffets. Not, Why? Because they don't give you appetizers anymore, and they don't include something else. Um, no, I think uh, tip app- was it tip or gratuity? Oh yeah, gratuity's out. Yeah. So, but you know, I used to get an appetizer, a main dish, and a dessert, right? And tip was included. Well, in some of these restaurants, your salad that you would order with your dinner would be off the appetizer menu. Right, because it's like kind of like an all the cards. Yeah. So if you don't have appetizers available to you where you don't get salad or whatever, you know, so it's just a main course, which is, you know, a meat and a potato, right? And a dessert. I, I see John's got a suggestion for you. Just get two rooms during free dining and add extra people to each room for $15 a day for more credit. Heaps cheaper. Okay. Two rooms <laughs> during the free dining. Ah. And, some, and someone's asking, aren't the buffets double too? They weren't when no. I last went. No. Um, but it's not to say I don't like some of the sit-downs, and I know a lot of people bag on one of my favorites, and it's more the overall experience is the uh, the sci-fi dine-in. I've never had a bad rib there. I've always had decent ribs. But, I know other yeah. people have complained about so-so food there. Uh, I've I, always enjoyed I haven't complained about the so-so food. I just yeah. think that the the environment overwhelms. Yeah. In fact, I think the last well, time we skipped it because we've done it so many times, we wanted to try something different. The one thing I won't do again is their Italian restaurant that I didn't even know was there. We walked by it a dozen times, um, way in the back corner. The service was really, really slow. I felt like we could have been in any pizza joint anywhere in the world. Um, well, that, that Mama, was our yeah, Mama Melrose's. Yep, yeah, that, that's the one. Terribly disappointed with Mama Melrose. Now I say the fifties primetime I like, but you know it feels like I'm sitting in my grandmother's, you know, uh, kitchen. And my grandmother was a much better cook than what they're giving me. So maybe it's okay. That. The fifties primetime, you have to have the waitress that's into it. Oh, well, yeah. our waitress was into. It, don't get me wrong, but you know, I've had fried chicken, and that fried chicken wasn't that much better to make it worth how much. You know, I, okay, I like it was an experience. I'll give you that. I did like it for that. My son didn't like it because she kept bitching him to <laughs> eat your vegetables, his game or eat his vegetables, or whatever he's doing. <laughs> we, we we had uh, my wife had the meatloaf. I had pot roast. It pot roast was it? I think uh, it was awesome. It was an excellent meal. We had uh, something about going out of your way for 
uh, oh no, meat. I thought you said Meat- meatloaf. I said meatloaf. Meatloaf there is good because it's good. Because you don't make it at home. She had, she had the meatloaf. I had I had the I, I think I had the pot roast if I remember correctly. But when we went to the Sci-Fi Diner, uh, Sci-Fi I don't know dine the menu. In. Sci-Fi Dine In. Uh, the meal was blah. Uh, we waited forever. The service was horrible. It was, yeah, it was great experience just because it, it's a really neat experience going in there. But the meal was bad on that one. I, I'd like to try it again. I'm, I'm thinking we just hit hit at the wrong time for the was wrong. This, was it this trip or the the previous trip? This this, this trip. Oh, okay. The previous trip. The previous trip. We had great meals. And we had great experience. We didn't get a chance to sit in the cars. We had to sit at the picnic tables. But that was even that much more fun. But and the meal was. It was a decent meal, but um, this last trip we had our issues with it. So, but yeah, I, I'd say I've I've had ribs every time I've went, and then I've eaten off the kids' plates just to try some different stuff. And I've I've never had a bad one there, but I have heard a few people say they've had some bad experiences. So I'm I, I'm definitely sure it can happen. It just hasn't yeah. happened to me yet. So. And that's that's where I'm looking at. It just had to be a bad day because even our server was obviously having a bad day. She just was getting things wrong. Uh, Look, I don't, I don't go there. Yeah. I don't go there for the best meal. I go there for the overall experience. Yeah, yeah, that's an yeah, experience. No. Yeah. All right, I need I need some clarification, AJ. Two rooms and two extra people. Are these are these fictional people? <laughs> right. Just made for people that don't show up. I, I want, fifteen could, bucks a day just to for, get the well, extra credits. Yeah, yeah. Fictional, fictional people. So I get so I get He's, two extra. Uh, key cards with some fictional person's name on it. He's inviting himself and Greg along for the kid trip. Kid three and kid four, you know. <laughs> huh. But you can pick us on the border. Interesting. I'd have to actually do a spreadsheet because $15 a day. Okay, now you're starting to sound like Will. you got to do a spreadsheet to Well, figure. because I can't add them in my head fast enough because the regular dining plan's $48 and the Jabba the Hutt dining plan's, what, $69? So that's $20, $21 difference. So Wait, your, bucks. your wife's never going to go back during free dining again, though, is she? Dude, they had free dining all the way up through Christmas this year. Did they? Yes. Yes. Uh, poor me out of work. Uh, uh, all really, right. really, it's frustrating when I hear everybody talking about going back. All right, should we, should we move on to the next bullet point for this mail? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. because what restaurant... Yeah, we've only spent an hour on this one. Yeah, so what? Get over it. Uh, your like thoughts the third on Disney merch like Duffy, Pin Trading, Vinyl Mania. Uh, Vinyl kill Mania. Duffy, Pin Trading's dying, I think, and Vinyl Mation I could give a shit about. I don't, so. I don't think Pin Trading's dying. No. I, it, it's way past its peak. Yes. I, I, there's not as many you know pin sharks as we used to see, but they still have their space, and they still release sets of pins every yeah, month. Wait wait wait. wait, wait, wait. Let's stop here. Free dining does not necessarily make you pay rack rate at the hotel. Whatever their discounted rate is at the time, you'll get it. Correct. I know. So, I mean, where are you going to get the non-rack rate, the the, the real cheapy one? APs. APs get non-rack okay. rate. Unless you're oh, playing Epic you. Mickey, you're still collecting pins. Nice. <laughs> uh, wait, 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 wait. As an annual pass holder, when I went, I didn't get any better rate than the regular rates they had going. The annual pass holders, don't they? Uh, At certain times of year, they'll get yeah, the but ones, but the room discount is very is is good. If you can go at the time that they're giving it to you, it's not all the time. Uh, 
And and it's same thing with it. like Richard could go out on uh, a cast member rate, but he wouldn't get the free dining. He would have to pay whatever the rate is at the time if that's what they're going to call the rack rate. Yes, Richard, if he wanted free dining, would have to pay rack rate, and sometimes that works out um, all right too. And yeah, I've was, used AAA discounts and free dining at the same time. So that that was part of the problem on our trip. Is wait, wait, wait. free dining is not worth it for value. Maybe moderate. I have to disagree with Tigger because I've used free dining mainly at uh, uh, the, the values, and it's worked way good. Because oh, he know, says he, says is worth it. Free dining oh, okay. is worth it. He's mistyped it. Okay, we should mention by the way that uh, the. Um, uh, back to the food for just a quarter of a second. The food court at Pop pretty much is rocking. It's, you know, for the price and the food, Chris and I, we kind of devoured that place. We we made good use of that uh, food court. And I was somewhat disappointed with, uh, we stayed at, not, was it Riverside we stayed at? Is that the one that looks like um, New Orleans? That's no, French Quarter. French Quarter side. Disappointed with the food Their court. Their food, okay, French Quarter food court blows chunks. Riverside, Riverside Food Court, really good. Yeah, we did go in and eat one thing there. But um, uh, but anyways, okay, so back to, I think, okay, yes, you're right. They still make pins. I don't think they make them at the volume they used to. You're right. You don't see as many pin whores as you used to. But it's not at that big, huge peak it was. I do see trading. Yes, it's still going on, blah, 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 blah. And we, and we still have the regulars that come in that. Uh, oh, I saw people lined up for them in Frontierland. It just blows yeah. me away. Lined yeah. up to see a pin but, whore. But the but the big thing is you're right. You don't see the pin whores near as bad. The I think it's still going to continue on because you still have a. I still have a lot of people coming up to me asking me what pin trading's about, and they're just getting into it and they're finding it back to what the original intent was. Do you do you whip part. out some pins? Do they have some to no, trade? I, I I don't carry pins on. Okay, I got. I Wait, go I thought that was okay. required. No, not in not in my position. Not, okay. not because of security. Back to Tigger again. He's saying it's not worth it for deluxe. Okay, in the last five years, every time I've went, except for once with my son, we went on free dining. One time we went, we were staying at the deluxe and we took the free dining. Why would it not be worth it? You're already, you know, we're already staying in the place, and you get, you know, we'd planned to stay there, so we got free dining at the same time. Why wouldn't that be worth it? Uh. I don't get. I don't get. It's not worth it if you're already staying at a deluxe and you're paying the price, and it happens to come along with free dining. Who gives a shit? It's free. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that good? I didn't sure. pay any. You know, I didn't go out of my way to uh, pay more. With AP, so, yeah, you, you just get, get up to thirty percent off the rack rate. So I don't rack yeah, rate two hundred. When I had my annual passport, I checked into an AP discount. It wasn't available when I went. But then, and then that's the thing too. You have to play their game. I make my reservations usually way out. Yeah. But and so sometimes they don't announce those deals until what a couple months before sixty you days, go. and then then you can cancel and rebook, right? You can cancel yeah. and rebook if you want to go through all the hassle, but then you got to do all the refiguring out. You know, it's, and then so what if you you're off a day and you got to screw with your air flight? That's <laughs> you know, I'm not into a lot of the last minute changes, but. Wait, wait, but they won't give you free dining to Yeah, if you yes, use yes, 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 the yeah, yeah, yeah. AP discount, yeah. Because, you know, it's so that one year when we went to Pop, we had to take two rooms because how many people were going. So we decided we were going to go the next year. We budgeted the same amount of money. So then when two people dropped out, my oldest daughter and her friend, we'd already budgeted for that. We're like, my wife's like, what the hell? Let's, let's stay at the Grand Floridian. 
same price as for the one room as it was for the two rooms, and we got free dining. Why isn't that worth it? And we got the luxury of the the uh, deluxe, you know, right on the monorail to the Magic Kingdom. Why isn't that worth it? I'm trying to figure out why Tigger is saying it's not worth it. But moving on because we don't really care what he thinks. Yeah. Um, your thoughts on Disney merch like Duffy? What the fuck with Duffy? I don't get this Duffy That's, guy. I, you know, it's a Japanese transplant, I think. They're trying to make him... Oh, I thought you were going to say okay. something else. Trans something. Yeah, no. Duffy started out with Tokyo and over at Hong Kong and is doing shitloads of business. It's a huge, huge thing. So they decided to bring Duffy over on this side of the Pacific Pond. And surprisingly, Duffy is doing somewhat well, I've been told. I, it, his stuff has been pretty much predominantly over at California Adventure. I don't get over there too often. But from what I hear, he has been somewhat popular over there. I don't think he's as popular as people think he should be. It all depends. Are people buying the merchandise? I mean, not as yeah, much people, Not as much as projections tell them they, that they'd be. That might be true. But in the meantime, they're they're still buying, and you still and it's like Build a Bear stuff. They got all these little outfits that they have for Duffy over there, and I'm watching people carrying. And it's not just uh, it's not just your uh, Asian clientele coming in. I've seen plenty of people on this side that are walking around carrying their Duffies. So yeah, but I, I don't think it's to the. It, I don't think Duffy's bringing in ten thousand, twenty thousand more people a day just because Duffy's wandering around our park. I did see him signing some autographs the other day, and like, okay, but he doesn't look like a Disney character. He looks like he should be at that copycat uh, park in China. Yeah, uh, <laughs> what, what, what is it called? I, I got. Oh. It had all the knockoff characters. Yeah, That's yeah. What it looks like. the creepy place. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I, he's, he's definitely not one of my favorite character. He's not a character I would consider in any case. I don't look at him as a Disney character. Uh, but you know, he looks I'm, like I'm a just, typical it, Chinese or Japanese, uh, stuffed animal you would see in, uh, yeah, well, one of, what was that store in the malls that used to carry yeah. almost just stuff that came from, uh, Asia, the Hello Kitty places. Kind of, it, yeah, kind of along those lines where that that's all they had. And they, they kind of all look generic and the same, which is probably what they think about us uh, or our stuff. But um, that's what he reminds me of. Now, what about Vinylmation? Has anybody got into that? I, I really uh, don't. My, uh, my kids think it's interesting and they'll they'll buy one with some you know money and then open it up and then, oh, I don't like it. They go try to trade it, you know. And for them, I, I think they have more fun. Out of being shown the box, the that's a like it's a black plastic display case that you can't see. And you have to pick a number, and then she swaps it. And if you don't like it, you have to go to a different store to do it again. You know, so well, it's a game it's, for them. For them, the it's game. kind of a game. But the funny thing is, we went into oh, which one we went into? I don't remember. I think it had to be Star Traders back in the Jedi store there. You know, the Star Wars store. And that that lady, shit. There's like four kids deep. She just turned the case around. <laughs> So he could see which ones were available. It says, tell me which one you want, because she didn't want to deal with the little kids trying to pick. I want number six. Oh, wait. No, I want number 12. You know, rather than pick a number and go through that, she just showed them. Pick, see, one, pick the one you want and go. I didn't realize there was that kind of thing going on. So it's kind of like those little those bags where they had the little miniature attraction, little plastic attraction pieces and stuff. Uh, you don't know what you could get in the bag. And I bought one on... Um, 
in the mall of the Emporium on Main Street. And I, I'm like, oh, darn, I, I wanted to, I was looking for a particular one. She goes, oh, what do you want? Well, they had a whole drawer. She goes, you give me two, I'll give you two. You know, just pick which ones you want so you can complete your set. Yeah. Okay, why didn't I find this out like a two ba- two or three bags ago, you know? Yeah, Vinylmation is, um, you know, the 12, I want to say there's 12. It's the little, the kind of smaller ones, right? Yeah, there's the, 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 the huge ones. The huge ones, the nine inches, yeah. the nine inch ones, you can see. You can see inside the box and right. you know you what you're getting. You can choose what you want, but it's yeah. the small ones. The little three inch ones come in a set of 12. And you open the box and you rip it open and you say, oh, it's not the one I want. Then you go to the trading place. And in the trading place, they'll have a clear box with three of them in there. And you could take one of those three, just a even swap, or you do the let's make a deal, what's behind door number, whatever, in the opaque box. Uh, Aussie's saying if you try black, you'll never go back. But <laughs> I was going to say, we're talking about the uh, vinyl dolls there. Um, yeah, because I remember seeing them at D23, and they had a lot of them painted up in different things, and they were kind of okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I know one podcaster got one made of himself. Um, so I don't know. I don't get it. it it hasn't hit me for, for whatever reason. I, I don't get it. So, all right. More particularly incorrect stories about land whales and motorized scooters. My wife and I have noticed that there are, seem to be a whole lot more land whales at WDW than DLR. They seem to stay at Pop Century and back of the bus lines. Um, so that's why they've been staying more at Port Orleans Riverside. Again, I'm not against riding the buses, and I do enjoy them, but I've also made great use out of just having a rental car. Uh, I see the both the best of both worlds. I try to blend them and not rely on one or the other in my last few um, trips. But I will agree that I think the the biggest offense that the land whales or any EVC driver in in my opinion is when they get preferential treatment to get on a bus, especially at some place like Pop or any of the this we can just say blanket any value resort that has no shade while you're waiting for that fracking bus. And here comes Land Whale plus 20. Yeah, you yeah, the whole crew. Uh, for 20 or 30 minutes, you just lost out getting, getting on the bus. And that's, I think that's just wrong. Get in line like the fracking rest of us and get on when your chance comes. Um, so I don't know. I, I saw <clears throat> the other day at Disneyland, we were there for the holidays. I saw what appeared to be families just parading along in their little vehicles. So like Wally <laughs> sort of, you know, like, yeah. of, like on the axiom at Wally, everyone just kind some of, of them didn't appear to have physical problems, but you know, that's a real fine line to judge when someone may look fit, but they can't walk or stand for long periods of time. But for the first time, get this for the first time. And I can't tell you how long I saw no, line at the back door for Pirates of the Caribbean because when I was there two weeks before three weeks before that when I had a uh, lunch or dinner at Club 33 we were standing out on the balcony looking at the line it physically was longer than going in the front door that's just stupid which which I, I have to laugh at because you get these people that always want the back door service and They'll stand there for 20 minutes, and it's literally five-minute walking onto the attraction. <laughs> Spence is being funny. Or they might be, what's the other little, the, you, you know, big whales usually have the other um, 
little fishes feeding off of the big whale, yeah. like parasites. So yeah. it could be a little bit of sort of like starstruck. Oh, wow, he's in an ECB. I get back door service too. Uh, yeah. It was funny. So I walked around. Let's see, it must have been Paul's get together and that uh, the blind dude. Uh, one of the two blind dudes that comes to all of our stuff, the, the uh, lighter-haired guy, Ryan. Name. Ryan? Yeah. So, is it Ryan? And he had he had like one of those special backdoor passes to almost anything. And dummy me, I just I walked up to the fast pass, not thinking anything of it. He didn't give a shit. So what? He says, "I usually we can go right in the you know the back exit," but he didn't care that we were we were all sitting talking, having a good time in line. Because for him, it, obviously, it's not a um, a physical he can't stand in line it's you know he can't see where he's going and that's where they usually let him go is in the back doors to help him because he needs help to get in the vehicle that's the first time and only time i've got to well no yes that i've got to ride on space mountain by be when you're put in at the little sidecar you know yeah. you're pushed over on the track it's almost a e-ticket riding itself but, <laughs> but yeah you, you know you're talking about pirates yeah i get a kick out of watching the people that uh, you'll go past Space Mountain is a good example. There'll be the line wrapping around, blocking the restrooms practically because so many people are waiting. You go around on the other side of Space Mountain, the entrance, and it's a 10-minute wait. Uh, now, now, granted, you yeah, can't... There's no place to park in, your stuff there, though. You you can't get any... Those, those grades are too big for the ECVs. That is true. Probably yeah. too big for some cane walkers. Um, <laughs> So they've got that one. They've got a kind. I've never seen actually never seen Space Mountains that long where they block the restrooms. Pirates, I've seen them long where you can't hardly get get out or get into the you know the shops there. And the uh, other one that I had fun with was uh, Small World. We we had it wrapping around the uh, the uh, the uh, Small World toy shop to where even the exit had to be directed out, going downhill towards uh, Toontown to come out. You know, you know, ECVs are a great invention for those people who actually, and I'm saying actually need them, because there are some that do. There are many who don't. Just like the wheelchairs were abused, and I know they were abused, and I continually see them abused, the ECVs have just been another way of uh, abusing what should be a help for those who really need it. So, and uh, yes, a lot of them probably need to go to Jenny Craig. Yeah. Now, <laughs> having said they all say at Pop Century, I don't know that I, I can say that I didn't run into them at every hotel I've stayed at from Deluxe down. Yeah, uh, try the, the one place you don't see them a lot? Uh, not, I was going to say River Country, but that's the, the wrong name, but the out in the um, campground. I did not see a lot of them driving around the camp, campground. The campground? Yes. Now he says they stay at Port Orleans Riverside. Well, if you stay at Port Orleans Riverside, and you go to say Epcot, and Illuminations is over, and you go to your resort bus waiting area, you'll you'll see a few ECVs there jacking up the line for your for your resort. You, no matter where you go, you, you're going to see ECVs jacking up your line. That's yeah. the one place. You know, the back door for the most part. I know John's getting a real good laugh uh, because that's just the way the Aussies are. He's just thinking of all the New Zealanders, just a hop, skip, and jump. I think, all, I think, you know, I think he's thinking about all the sheep, the sheep, sheep that burgers. are nearby. Well, yeah. But, you know, if you, yeah. if you need a guy, you go to New Zealand. Um, but 
That, that doesn't know, bother me quite as much as how dumb people are <laughs> for waiting in the back for the back door when they when they probably don't actually need it. Now the ones who do, fine. It's getting jacked at a place like uh, you miss the monorail or you miss uh, the the bus because of the large groups that you know have been attracted to the gravitational forces of the uh, whale on land. No, Spence, I'm not saying the ECV concentration for Riverside is higher than other resorts. I'm just saying it's... Our, our email said Pop Century was a higher concentration. Yes, and I'm, I'm saying, saying I, no matter where you're at. Well, you know, you could look at Pop Century has, I forgot how many rooms. It's 2, a ton. 2,000 probably. It's a ton of rooms. So compare that to, let's say, like uh, Port Orleans, not as many rooms. Uh, just statistics are going to tell you you're going to see more in one place or another based on the room count, I think. Uh, it's not to say that because, you know, one thing, I, I made some big assumptions on uh, how much better the service should be or wouldn't be at different resorts. Quite frankly, I got helped by not a land whale, but an ECV cast member at Pop Century, which was the worst cast member I've ever had. She tried to tell me what I needed. It's not what I had a reservation for. It, it took me an hour to get checked in. I've never had that kind of problem Um uh, once, you know, I've stood maybe for half an hour for service, but not an hour getting checked in, you know, at the counter. Uh, that was just pathetic and was my only bad experience with the pop. Uh, and I don't mind being sent all the way over the, the 50s or way away from the food court because, one, it's way away from the food court and all the kids. But, two, it's real close to my car if I'm using a car. But then again, I don't mind the bus. So, uh, Aussies. <laughs> uh, okay. Yes, that. Uh, so AJ, moving AJ on. A link of a picture. I don't think from I his wedding see album. Nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, on. Tell us more stories about strange things you've encountered while working in security. Those are always entertaining. You know what? There's some things I've held back on, but since we're going to kind of end our show anyways, I, I may be lightly discussed on some of these, but why not? Yeah. I'll, I'll okay. still use some now, Let me ask you. Wait. Before you get in there. Uh, why do you say it like that? <laughs> because we're in that frame of mind anyway. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to be around two weeks from today. So maybe yeah. you guys want to save your security stories for when it's just the two of you. Why? Why do you want to save your security stories? Or why am I not going to be around? Uh, uh, no, no, I don't give a shit either way, but <laughs> oh. we're, we're cruising through these. Why are uh, Because, we- you know, I, you know if you, okay, I would say you could you can devote a whole show to it. No, I don't want because after a while, then I just start stretching and searching for things. But I got a few oh, okay. things up All right. right now. Go ahead. Okay. Now, this is going to take us back a few years. There used to be a parking lot where DCA used to be. <laughs> For those who didn't know. Um, Marty liked now, it better when it was a parking lot. Some people have actually said the parking lot was better. That's when I just have to say people need to get over themselves. But That was Marty Scalar that said that. I've never seen a quote from Marty. I've seen quotes from fans say that, but I've never seen Marty. Oh, okay. Can you give me credible information that said Marty Scalar actually said that? I don't know. What do you consider credible? Proof. Okay. Can you prove that Marty Scalar said that and someone's not putting words in his mouth? No, AJ, I've never heard that comment before from Marty Scalar, so I'm waiting for Mike on this one. Okay, too. you tell your security story while I do some research. Okay. Now, this one is hearsay, but 
I saw similar things. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hearsay. Okay, I'm glad you yep. said it was hearsay. Yep. It is. This one is hearsay. So, back in the days of the old parking lot security, there were some rough guys out there, some fun guys. But, anyways, we used to have these motorized scooters, not the uh, golf cart ones. And you could turn the motor off and cruise up to a car very silently. The old very Cushman cool. scooters. Yes. And um, we had a guy that we called the lookout up on Pirates of the Caribbean who could look down with binoculars into the parking lot. So lookout sees boy and girl in car. Girl's head is laying in boy's lap. Not sure what girl is doing in boy's lap, but her head is moving. So they think they better go check this out because something looks wrong. Maybe someone needs help and is in distress. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm trying to put it nicely here. So security officer turns key off and silently cruises up to the car. Walks over to the passenger door, which is the door the, the girl is in. Goes to tap on the door. But before he gets to tap on the door, the door opens and girl spits out some kind of white sauce. Substance. Yeah. <laughs> or substance. You've told the story before, I think. Have I, told you? The story I think so. <laughs> and, 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 it's, and it's very similar to the story I had that was out there. Um, now, I've had foamy, somewhat similar situations. We used to open up the parking lot for the. Um, or the uh, uh, convention center across the street. They'd park way out in, I think it was Tinkerbell section. So typically at night, if you're on the graveyard, you'd go out and try to roust all the cars, get them all out of the parking lot. And, you know, if you see foggy windows, what I'd usually do, we had little, like, police lights in the top of our scooters. And you'd, like, do the circle around the car with your lights on so you didn't have to embarrass them, right? So you go, you go close your gate, go back 20 minutes later, 10 minutes later, see if they are... Um, Still there. And, yes, yeah, sometimes you've caught them with your pants, their pants down. They're trying to get dressed. Sorry, we'll be out of here in a minute. So, of course, you know they can't drive. The windows are so freaking fogged up you can't see out. So um, sometimes you catch them in, you know, those kind of weird situations where uh, they can't get out of quickly. Um, used to see them in the back of the monorail. It's it would See if you could get it done from the hotel to the park. Uh, that used to, to to happen a lot. Oh, the one kind of weird, weird incident, and I never figured out 100%, but I'm pretty sure I know what was going on. I get a call, and I've talked about this before, to the Haunted Mansion. And the night custodian, she was kind of a, you know, like a trucker driver. That's what she reminded me. She was sturdy. She didn't look like she would be afraid of anybody. I get a call that there's, you know, noises going on in the um, the graveyard. So I'd walked all the way through the mansion I could have taken a shortcut, but I liked walking through the mansion. And I get in there and I hear some noise. I'm like, hello. You hear some kind of some rustling and some people, well, what you, what appeared to be people leaving. Then I walked around below the graveyard. I think a couple were getting it on down there. Um, and it just spooked this woman out for whatever reason. Uh, but uh, uh, I thought that was kind of funny. Not odd. Uh, odd maybe best time on security graveyard I popped the top of the Matterhorn open and stood on the top of the Matterhorn that was cool wish I had a digital camera back in those days um, but 
he's really yeah, retelling right. the same old story. Same old story pretty, yeah. pretty much. I thought. Okay, I guess I hadn't. Uh, I thought I hadn't told some of these sex ones before, but uh, <laughs> okay. You pop the top on your Matterhorn. Yeah, I mean there were so many. You just you just get a ton of all these little weird things that sometimes come back in your mind. You know, we weren't allowed to put our hands on anybody from. Remember these days, Richard, where you're supposed to try to get them to go the direction you want, but never actually grab onto the guy. So sometimes security guys would like interlock arms trying to get a guy. You know, you technically you weren't holding onto him, kind of pushing him in the right direction. Yeah, you're just kind of corralling uh, them in. Yeah, that used to really piss me off. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, well, you know, there, there, there's some fun stories there. You're talking about the Haunted Mansion. I had the one that a uh, couple of custodial people got a mattress, and it was sitting on top of the uh, Skyway storage on the rooftop on top of the Tomorrowland Skyway. Um, where they got the mattress, I have no idea. This was in the days before we took – before when the hotel was a separate operation. It was still owned by the Rather Corporation. So I don't know how they got it, but we went up. We were told that there was a couple up there. We went up there. They were they heard us coming because you could see everything from up there. <laughs> they were long gone. Really? You could see everything. <laughs> Uh, they could see you oh, coming, right? They could, they could see, they could see us walking up there. Yes, <laughs> so they they were able to take off down the back stairway while we were coming up the other stairways. So, uh, yeah, there, I mean, I don't know. There were you know weird things like when you had to arrest a parent and the kids were taken away crying by you know, uh, and or almost at animal services like child protective services, uh, things of those natures. You know, those were the Odd, weird things. Saw Reagan up close, you know, uh, when he was there. Nimoy, I mean, you know, the list is long and distinguished of who I saw and who nobody really cares about. Um, I don't know. There's nothing really, I mean, strange. It's it's hard to say what your definition of strange is, you know. I mean, anywhere well, there's, from, there's, know, there's, there's a lot weird, of great stories that go along. Weird CFA runs where the guy, of all things, you know, I happened to think about this the other day. You know where the, you know where the train first passes through that first archway at Small World as it goes behind right. Small uh, There was a maintenance guy up there. I don't know what he was doing, but he got stuck. Some, I don't know if he had a heart attack. Somehow he was stuck up there. So we had a CFA run for hours trying to get this guy down with like a hook and ladder. Um, you know, there's just you know, odd little things. Putting out the fire in uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean uh, that me and this other guy came up from having lunch. And we see this, you know, they were welding up above we don't know if they had a fireman standby or not they're supposed to and the wall happened to be open where we were walking by and so my buddy who's got coffee in his hand still put it out with coffee could have just <laughs> walked off but you know we're supposed to say if we see because you never know if it's still smoldering so we call hey we put a fire out and you should come check it out oh, yeah. Well, okay. yeah, that's, that's the job only the fire department it wasn't marty scalar that said that it was john hench oh, it was john hench said that yes where, where did that say that the Reimagineering blog. When Imagineering legend John Hench, after a pre-opening VIP tour of Disney's California Adventure in 2001, famously quipped, I liked it better when it was a parking lot. It would have been easy to dismiss the statements as merely a wry and devilishly wicked smackdown of a theme park that deserved much of the criticism thrown its way. So there you go. 
and again, we're trusting them to be correct, right? Yeah, well, I, okay. I just don't picture. I just don't picture John Hinch saying. Well, I, say, I, I had a feeling you might get a little defensive of Hinch saying that, Richard. Yeah, I, I, I would get a little defensive of Hinch. So I've see, I've seen that quote from a lot of different people. It's like sometimes when you've seen the quote, you know, Bill Gates said this, and then the next thing, Robin Williams said this, and then the next person, and it's all the same quotes, and like, wait, something's not right here. Now, uh, there, there was a quote that John Hinch said, and Greg was there when John told us both the same comment, and I'm not, I'm not going to say it exactly the right way, but we were talking about uh, the castle over at Walt Disney World when they put that stupid cake thing over the top of it, and he made a rather uh, rude statement about how that looked. Do you remember that, Greg, when we were over there that one day? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say it didn't happen. I just it just doesn't stand out. From I was kind of overwhelmed in the, being in the place we were in. I don't remember that, but uh, I could imagine him saying, "Say it looks fucking ugly." But um, yeah, he said it in a more uh, gentleman way. But basically, that was what his, his gist was. But I don't know. Yeah, there's there's just like you could you could in a way write a book about all the crazy things, but some of them aren't as crazy as they seemed at the time when. They happened, and over the years, you're thinking, that wasn't that funny, or that wasn't that bad. But it's like basic training. Mike, at the time when you were in basic training, hell on wheels, right? You know, it's like, oh, crap, you can't believe you got yourself into this. You're done. Oh, that wasn't so bad. I made it through. You kind of yeah, look back at it fondly. But at the time, you're thinking, what the hell did I do? Exactly. Well, I, still, I, I still got my uh, Did you, did you see this last comment, there. Richard? Did you know John Hinch was a Buddhist? No, I did not know that. Well, now you're corrected. Um, uh, okay. Being corrected was for me to say I did not, I do otherwise. <laughs> I did not know that. Oh, well, now you, okay, so now you are I've so informed. informed. You are now so I'm informed. informed. Um, but anyways, I, I don't know. I, what I what we as security people sometimes find entertaining or uh, funny may not translate to uh, other people. I, I mean, I've had to retell some other people's story. I got, I think I've told you about the guy who was there the night the kid got run over by the monorail. And, um, you know, they knew that they were trying to get this kid who was climbing in off, you know, the, uh, the track or the, and he laid down on that little like fiberglass thing that you see below the track in some areas. And the monorail came over and pretty much just sucked him right up into it. Um, you know, some, you know, some nice, horrible, horrible, gross, um, stories that I've picked up over the years, but, uh. Somebody yeah. saying, holy shit. Yeah, that's one of the few, well, I don't want to say the few deaths. Deaths have kind of multiplied over the years, but. Um, they, they have happened. It's called, not quite like that. There is that. There is a site out there that I think it's called, I don't know if it's Disney's Deaths. And they really yeah. write it like, you know, Disney went out of their way to kill these people. It's, it's kind of perversely funny and sort of a way, but uh, all right, moving yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Traveling to Disney parks with kids. Don't do it. How young were your kids when you first took them to the parks? Four uh, weeks. My, my wife and I are 28. We're used to going to Disneyland Walt Disney World every year. Uh, we had our first child. It's 3.5 months old. Uh, we're thinking about going to Disney World. You know, she'll be about 13 months. We realize she won't remember the trip. It's he, more about, he. Oh, I'm sorry. We realize he won't remember the trip. It's more about us getting our Disney fix. Ask Richard about that. Uh, it's only been 12 months since we were at uh, Disneyland, eight months since Walt Disney World. We're having, already having withdrawals. And um, I have to say as a, well, I'll start. Disney World, um, my youngest was 13, 14, 
his first time. The others were, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18, right around in that age. As far as going to Disney World, we didn't want to spend all that money and not be able to ride things, do baby swaps, them not remember anything. We kept saying, well, wait till at least they're five or six. They'll remember, maybe. Then we had another kid. Okay, I guess we'll wait another five or six years. Then we had another. I guess we'll, you know, we just never got around to it. Disneyland, on the other hand, since the, the, the oldest was probably, I don't know, a year and a half, <clears throat> year and a half maybe younger, um, she practically grew up in the park because the days I was off, middle of the week, we had nothing better to do. We'd go in the park, hang out for a few hours um, uh, until she started going to school. Then after she went to school, sometimes we'd go after. But, um, you know, I have a uh, – the other day we were in the park. We see what looked like a newborn in the park. I would never take a child that young into the park. Um, just just the thing that I think they're way too young. They don't need to be exposed to all the – Things that you know, the filth and dirt and filth, dirt, nice filth and dirt. Oh, nice, oh. thanks, Greg. And people sneezing and touching and you know, I thanks, Greg. And having to hand them off and trade them and not ride things. Uh, I, I don't know. I would say at least to their that they can walk a little bit. That would just be me. I mean, yes, they get all excited seeing a character. Either one or two things happen, right? They get really excited to see the character. Or they get really scared. Or they're scared <laughs> Start shit. crying. Like, yeah. And, and you've yeah. just got gone through a whole box. Of diapers after they went and saw Mickey, so, <laughs> a whole box of diapers. You, you choose. I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's worth it. I, I've I've seen a few of our DPNers who were the intrepid travelers with their spreadsheets and their you know in the parks constantly and you know never taking breaks and going 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 and then hey what do you know hey that kid does mess up your schedule doesn't it. Um, and they didn't look like they were having as much fun. It was really taking a lot out of them. Uh, you know, I, I I personally would wait till they're a year and a half, two years old. That's just just me. But we took our kids shortly after. Uh, let's see, they're born in October, so they're like six weeks old. We dragged them in there to take the picture in front of the castle for our Christmas card that year. They didn't go back probably for another seven, eight months. <laughs> Spence Richard was. Keep going, Mike. What's that? I'm just asking, answering a question for him. Oh, okay. Because I don't want to get into that one. All right. So anyway, uh, yeah, they I, when they start recognizing stuff, or you could see that they're enjoying whatever. I mean, you know, someone who's less than one who's not walking, going on small worlds about their speed. And the big thing, you know, the strollers these days. It used to be you had these little small fold-up strollers. Now they're freaking monstrosities. Well, because with motors because and, they're full of know, shit that you're carrying. That well, oh my that gosh, too. you know, you push a stroller with a baby. You're 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 dragging a day's worth of supplies for the kid, and then everybody else's stuff. Oh, stroller easy, just throw whatever in the basket in the bottom or hanging on the side or oh well, my gosh I just bought something let me hang the bag on the back of the stroller it's it's there's not. the other thing Tigger brought something up you know they had a trip planned the wife got pregnant they never canceled you know women who go to Disneyland in their seventh eighth or ninth month have to be insane um, and they're walking all day and you know I think I do think there is a, somebody said there's a difference between locals and tourists yes, and absolutely absolutely and I think, you know, a year a year old kid, year and a half year old kid who went weekly, like my kid did when we it was free, they got 
to the point where they remembered. They Daddy, they were no, I don't want to go again. Not yeah. again. Or, or that, yeah, yeah. Or that too. But, you know, when you're taking them somewhere a couple thousand miles away that they're going to go once and maybe not see again for a year or two, they're not going to have any clue. You'll have pictures to go back and remind them of, of their first day. But, you know, especially if you're a young married couple and every well, not everything, but let's say a good 50% of the things you might want to do is a baby swap. Yeah. Really, tell me, where's the fun in that? Yeah, no. That, that would get really old for me quick. Yeah, your kids will love it or they'll be darned, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, well, we, Spoken in the true Australian way. We, we got to the point, I mean, we were taking the kids on their birthday every year. Okay, Tigger, you're a freaking idiot. Two, I mean, two week. who takes a freaking two week? You, a lot of times, they, I mean, the doctors don't tell you, don't even introduce them to friends and family at two weeks yeah, old. You're taking them into nuts. a park. I mean, oh, sorry, second Tigger, kid. Second no. kid, yeah. Well, you know, first kid, you're treat like kid gloves. Second kid, ah, rub some dirt in, you'll be fine. That, you know, that is kind of true because I bumped into a girl and went to high school with at Fry's years ago. She had two kids in her stroller. One had spit out his, his little pacifier, and I picked it up and said, I guess you don't get this back. She wiped it on her shirt, stuck it, it back in the back house. Yeah, right. yeah, the first one, yes. This yes, one, like no. It's, yeah, that's you know. right. We know. But yeah. Uh, you know, two weeks old, that's that's insane. And, and again, back to that old baby swap and all the shit you have to carry and travel with. Yes, a local throat in your car, who cares? Or but, we'll you know. come back when it's time. Yeah, but because I remember when Richard went the first time and his kids were young, and he told me how much either he missed because they didn't baby swap or something his wife didn't, he didn't do. I'm thinking, that's a shitload of money. And you're not well, getting. Yeah, but see, it's cheaper. See, Spence is alluding to okay. this. It, it's and and here, here, okay. Oh yeah, not having to pay for the kids. Where they're three, yeah, because we yeah, we but, went on our first trip. The kids were two years, what, two years, ten months. They were just two months shy. They're no, and, not and even how, like six weeks shy of their third birthday. And how many things did you have to swap? We to didn't do? do. We didn't. We didn't do a whole lot because oh, oh. what we skipped was stuff that we had here. Tower of Terror. Um. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're here, but they are different. You know. Yeah, yeah, uh, but you know, <laughs> Spence, oh shit! How much did Shaft miss out on his last trip? And he wasn't baby swaps. <laughs> uh, he was free hey, for Spence, good job. My gosh, um, but you know that was that that was that trip from hell. Family that, trip, right? That was so a, your, what? Your fam, you, didn't, isn't that the trip where you had your family with you to watch? No, no, kids? no, no. That was our second time around. The first time oh. it was just the four of us when we went in August. It was hotter than balls. <laughs> grow up, God, damn, it was hotter than balls. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, no, the next year we went in December. We had good weather, and yeah, there was 14 of us. And the kids were. Geez. Yeah, so what? He was free for everything. Who gives a shit if it's free? When you're not riding with your wife or you're the family members, you have to swap or just skip things altogether. To me, that's not worth it, you know? Yeah, no, it, you know, it, it all depends. This, Vince, we've talked about this before. The plan is to have my parents long. Nice. Take advantage of your parents. What do you have what them smoke do- when they hit three? <laughs> I don't smoke cigarettes, so, uh, you know, no I, no big big there. My you know, kids were under three for 12 years. <laughs> it, <laughs> see, Ray is responding to AJ. My oh, kids what? are under three for 12 years. Okay. What do you have so kids they hit three? Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I I don't know. Yeah, I I have to say we're you know, as in the cigarette stunt their growth. You get it right. Well, yeah, no, no, okay. no, I get that. From you know, as a local at Disneyland, I it didn't really bother me to take them. We never took them when they were, you know, literally infants, where they practically couldn't survive without the umbilical cord, um, but. Going to Disney World, that was a different thing. To spend all that money 
do all that traveling, getting on an airplane. You know, they can't have their own seat. You, you have, they have to sit in your lap or you buy another seat for you know, like a two-year-old. Or you want a two-year-old sitting on your lap for No, hell know, no. No, no. You know, so you're our, paying. You our know, first trip, boat, we bought seats for them. Paying full <laughs> boat for these little freaking kids. The biggest uh, mistake was doing red eye. Oh, my gosh. That was stupid. Well, you thought they would sleep. Exactly. <laughs> that See, tells I, you how I, dumb we were. I love red eye, but, uh, you know, I'm older. So the, kids, the kids didn't sleep. They were too excited. Yeah. Well, yeah, my, my kid, I thought he was asleep. He, he was too excited, too, or scared. Who knows? One of the two. But that was also the year we were on a, a boatload of uh, cheerleaders. The whole plane was practically taken up with cheerleaders making noise. You know, and sometimes, and so, you know, sometimes your choice, your your decision to travel is based on other factors besides how old the kids are. Maybe this is the year you have money. Maybe this is the year that, sure, sure. But that you, something comes along that, that you can combine so you can actually go. Like, for example, um, my brother and sister-in-law, they took their kids on their first trip to Walt Disney World because he got sent to Orlando for a conference. So, you know, all they had to do is, you know, so the hotel was already covered. Some meals are already covered. That made it cheap enough for them to actually have the kids how, tag how old on. were their kids at that point they were 14 and 16 13 and 15 months years oh well, okay. i mean but they're old enough by that time but i'm just saying they that, that was how they were able to go period is because oh, they're okay. able to contribute that's what i'm saying yeah. maybe you have a three-year-old and a five-year-old when something like this lands in your lap and this is your only opportunity to go and you yeah, have to go yeah, i guess that you got to take it but i'm reading their email and what they're saying they go sure sure yes you know, so every you know, year yeah they, I, I would advise they them they don't want to take a year off i would almost but, look at it as see if the grandparents would watch the kids and take take your little second honeymoon if you can separate take yourself the, no, take the kids before they're three so it doesn't cost you anything because a two-year-old can enjoy some aspects of Walt Disney World. Sure, they'll never and remember they were there, but they'll have pictures. You'll have for pictures, and and but you, as a parent, if you don't have, if you're not a cold, heartless bastard, actually enjoy seeing your two-year-old who might not remember, but live in that moment. You'll enjoy seeing your no, kid have I, fun at that. time. I'm not a cold-hearted bastard that I couldn't see that happen. Did I say that I, was you? No, no, no. But <laughs> you know, I know there's a lot of references to that. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, I'm looking at the larger picture. Yeah, if it fell in my lap, I would do that. But if I had to pay for it, I'll take, you know, I'm we're lucky we're local. So we don't, we, we see some things different. But I'm looking at it as going to the uh, uh, Florida. I wouldn't, I didn't, even when I was a cast member, when it was dirtly cheap for us to go, I never did it. What are you calling BS on, AJ? He's calling BS on something. I saw that. I. All right. So yeah, well, no, I, you know, if you, if you I, actually I, want a recommendation on when to take kids to a Disney park, they need oh, to be over. He's probably calling BS on the cold, heartless bastard thing. Oh no, that, <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, see. <laughs> oh, did you, uh, <laughs> so I've got tons of those pictures yeah. of my daughter with the characters at Disneyland, but we <laughs> never paid the extra, you know, paid all that money to go out to Florida when we knew because actually back in those early days there wasn't baby swapping. No, that's that's a relatively new invention, and um, you know you just did without, or you stood in line again. I mean, uh, so I looked at it from those that perspective. What you know is it fair on us? You know, because Richard, it took many many years for Richard to admit this, but his trip when his kids were you know uh, basically out of the womb, it it was for him. They were a little bit older than that. I I know, but. And then what did the kids say when they went the second time? 
I don't remember being here before. Oh, this no, they maybe. Second, they, went a sec, they went a second time when, when they were still fairly young. you got to remember, though, when we went over there, it wasn't exclusively for Walt Disney World. There was another trip that was part of, that was the primary part. In fact, the first <laughs> time. So big back the, uh, that's, that's what you, I know you keep saying that. You finally admitted, though, you know, yes, it was really a trip for wait, us. Well, wait a second. Quit putting words in my mouth and let me say what I want to say. Uh, the, the first, shut up. The first two, the first two trips were, were predominantly trips out to Georgia to go visit some friends out there. Well, I'm not going to travel 3,000 miles to Georgia and not be within a stone's throw of world and not go to it. So, yes, it was definitely uh, one that was uh, for our benefit for the most part. When uh, the kids this last year were looking at some of the pictures, my son, who on the first trip, he was just a month shy of his or just a couple weeks shy of his third birthday and my daughter was five years old my daughter remembers certain things from the pictures but only from the pictures she didn't remember anything or my son didn't really remember anything he just sees the pictures but he doesn't remember what was going on on that so if it wasn't for the pictures the the daughter wouldn't even have memories she, she probably wouldn't really have any memories from it yeah that was definitely a trip that was for our benefit because uh, we had had a lot of fun with the whole thing but i do call a little bullshit i could get to georgia on vacation and not say oh i've got to spend another two-hour flight or hour flight down to florida and more money and more time. It wasn't that much time, and considering the surprise, the, the hotel both That's times. Right. You, the you, hotels get five, you get five weeks off a year, so I mean, the, both, yeah. in both times, both times the hotels in Florida were cheaper than the hotels were over in uh, Georgia. As as a non-cast member who may have been as as, as a cast member, and yes. also, and as a and, and here's one other thing. And you guys keep talking about being local. Uh, from my perspective, being a cast member coming in, our ki- my kids went in extremely young in the park. Uh, they were both within a month old, and we were in the park. But what to us the whole thing was, okay, you go down and wander, you know, take a walk at the mall or you take a walk at the park. It costs the same to me. It's the same amount of time. It's the same. I'd rather spend time over at Disneyland than I would over at the mall. Um Oh, you know, I, I agree with that, uh, Richard, but as a person without that huge cast member discount, remember for years you and, had and, stayed at the really nice hotels, and I was like jealous going, geez, if it wasn't yeah, for a dumb and, cast member discount, he gets to stay at the good places. But if I and, was flying to Georgia and I had to pay full rack rate in Florida, and, and I'm I, there I for a gonna, week in, in, in Georgia, and I don't get five weeks off a year, but I get a week at a time, I would be satisfied of my trip to Georgia and not have to take the extra hop down to Florida. Yeah. Well, I'll... You know, I wanted to take the extra hop down to Florida. It's, and like I say, you, you, you're in a good position where... Here's, here's here's the big thing. When when you're talking about that kids that young, yeah, it's nice to have the pictures and nice to have the parent mem- the parents to have the memories on it. But you, but like both you and Mike were saying, you got to look at the larger angle of things on how much you're going to take for support. you got to take... When we went... We didn't uh, take any diapers with us except for the actual plane trip. What happened was as soon as we got there, we had we stopped at one of the local stores and bought, you know, a package of diapers there, less the ship and the same thing. We, you know, when we, did, when we were on our way back, we took enough diapers for the trip back and just left what was there behind for whoever. Okay, where's this um, guy from that's sending the email? Wait, you are, you, are you saying you left shitty diapers in your hotel? No. We left the box of diapers, the box of oh, unused yeah. diapers. You, wait, you, could, you couldn't plan well enough to, that you didn't leave a whole box behind? Could you pack that no, in your luggage Greg, somehow? Greg, Greg, 
we packed what we could. In fact, I think we probably did pack everything up in there. But the concern was we weren't going to try if we didn't have room for it. We weren't going to pay you know pay the cost of having a ship. But the thing is, what I'm trying to get at is you got to remember all the other things that you got to take. Your diapers, uh, you're going to have to rent strollers. I didn't have to rent strollers. I, I, you know, again, cast member discounts are nice. We brought strollers. Uh, and you brought strollers, which then you have to be always concerned what's going to happen to the stroller because it's your personal property. And they, you know, I, I now, gotta tell you, they disappear rather quickly. We got at times. umbrella fold-up type strollers. They're easy to say, get on off the bus with and whatnot. One of the one of those things that a lot of people do is here at Disneyland, we got a Target that's a mile down the road. People will go down there, spend their twelve dollars at Target for an umbrella stroller, thrash the thing to pieces while they're here, and then just leave it behind. Sure, because for twelve uh, bucks, you know, that's one day. Bucks. That's one day. That's one day yeah, of stroller and, rental. Yeah. And, and they have it for their entire trip that we're here. Um, Can you really buy a stroller for twelve bucks? Yeah, a little umbrella stroller, piece of crap. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we, you know, in all of our time, we, I don't think we ever had one of those. Yeah. I hated them because uh, they, their feet dangle. There's no support. Well, if they're too big, David, yeah, then their feet hang over. Is, David's making the whole thing. Rentals disappear too. Yeah, but the great thing is when rentals disappear at Disneyland, you can take your receipt and go get it replaced, so long as you don't leave your personal stuff on it. You know, uh, we never. I don't think we ever lost or had a uh, a stroller stolen. And the whole time we took our stroller. Now, granted, I, as a cast member, I've had to look for them. A lot of times they were just mistaken identity where there were two strollers that looked were the same, same yeah. model, brand, color. Whoops, didn't you know this one was a little cleaner than yours? Yeah. Oh, but, surprise. Uh, <laughs> surprise. Yeah, boondoggle, huh? Or, but you know, but the, the problem is you got so many people are coming in with these. Four hundred, five hundred, eight hundred thousand dollar strollers, and I can't believe somebody would spend a thousand dollars on a stroller, but they are out there. They come in with these strollers, and then they leave their purse, their wallets, their cameras, and then and they sit there for forty-five minutes while they go on pirates. Oh yeah, and let's go get lunch while we're right over There's here. There's no way. Doesn't look and then they come back out forty-five minutes later, and they're wondering why their strollers missing. Um, I gotta yeah. say, strollers are less likely to disappear if some of your personal shit's on it, and it doesn't look like personal shit anybody would want. Yeah, like yeah, he, like a dirty he, diaper. <laughs> from the, that's from the that's a good that's one. That's always a good one. That's always a good one. Uh, but you know, the, the the name of the game is take a is diaper, just, soak it with a bit of coke, and leave it the stroller. No one will touch. <laughs> But Leave it to Ray to figure yeah. out something like that, hillbilly. But, but, the, but the big thing I got to say is just don't bring anything that's of any expense and don't leave anything of any value on that. All right, okay, but can we? All right, or or even remotely looks like don't leave the don't leave a backpack even if the backpack only has. Uh, you know, formula and diapers in it. Don't leave the backpack there. Just make sure it's obvious that there's nothing of value okay. on this thing. Right. I'm no. serious. Of all the times I went for lost strollers, rarely, I mean, I mean rarely, was there anything personal on the st stroller. They were usually strollers that were pretty well stripped. Like somebody was afraid to lose it and they took everything with them. When there was a pile of shit on stuff, people don't want to deal with that. And they, oh. they go for the easy... It's it's like going to a. Do you deal with this car with an alarm, Time. or do you go to the one that doesn't look like it has an alarm? Times have changed, Greg. Times have so, changed. Uh, okay, so uh, because because I I cannot, w with the exception of the occasional six hundred dollar stroller that has nothing left on it, uh, every stroller that I've ever dealt with has a bunch of crap sitting on it. 
ever. Oh, we you, left you, this, you, uh, this, and we left that on there, and this. And you like, you, made, you oh. made an absolute statement there. So every single no, stroller not, you've ever... I, that's I'm what you said. An absolute statement. And you said every... That's what you said. I, I said just about every stroller I've dealt just with. Just about every. Ooh, nice call. He just, he, just, he just added that. All right. So, okay. I heard cast members like will cut off locks. Do they cut off lock shaft? They want to know if you're going to cut off locks. Yes. Cut off locks if, from what? If if a stroller is locked to a fence, if a stroller oh, yeah, is yeah, locked yeah. to something, yeah, the lock will be cut. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. okay. What how I, what how I, long will I, it take for that to happen? Now, if someone goes on pirates for twenty minutes and they locked it up, will you have time to even find your bolt cutters and get over there and cut it off? Maybe not. Maybe so. It's a gamble. Why do we cut the? Why did? Why does Disney cut the locks off? The reason is is because if they're in an area that could be uh, needed for uh, traffic or uh, for a safety purpose. Uh, they want to be able to move the stroller out of the way. Uh, they don't want it being left locked in a particular spot. Uh, what I always recommend to people, if they really want to lock it, and I don't blame them, uh, what you want to do is you want to lock, put, run the lock through the wheels and <laughs> run it up through the handle. Maybe cast members are stealing strollers. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You kind of lock it so it's unusable to somebody, but don't lock it to a fence. Right. That way, if it, it needs can be to be easily moved, moved, yeah. We could move it, but if somebody's going to try to take it, it's going to be obvious that this person's carrying a stroller through the park. I tell you, a good example but, 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 of. But my of, best thing is, don't bring that stroller in. Go get, you know, either rent the stroller, which I know a couple of people make good points. It is expensive, or go get yourself your crappy uh, umbrella stroller, and just leave that out. I, I know we a lot of times we took the when we worked there we took the cheap Disney rental to ours were beat up enough we didn't really care even if they were the bigger ones, but uh, I saw this I, I see how people can freak out because the day I stood in front of the small world waiting for it to go light to dark for the lights and do a little time lapse photography they went from uh, moving the strollers from where they were and these are cast members moving literally you know probably hundreds of strollers because getting ready for the parade, moving them. People come out just freaking out. They don't know where their stroller is. It's almost more of a clusterfuck than, why don't you find better strolling par- you know, parking where you don't have to move them? You know, instead of letting people park here all day and then have to move them for the parade, why don't you just change your stroller parking to begin with? Because people then, you know, they're trying to put them all neat. And people are trying to pull theirs out. And they've I've, got a rope around them. You know, it's just a mess. I, I've made my own comments on that and everything else. But, you know, that's their operation. That's They, they figured out their game plan on it. So, yeah, it's an observation. You know, I, that, I, 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 I only I deal with the... Uh, Outcomes. I don't. I'm not the one that's making the decisions on that. So. All right. So, that. do we have a recommendation for this dude? Yeah. Don't do it. Uh, well, yeah, no, you I, can't I, say I, don't I, do it. I. No, I, I'm serious. Don't wait till the kid's a little older. Like two. I. I How I old? Would, two. Uh, two. Two point five. Yeah. 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 Out because you know, out of diapers. give him a chance. Yeah. Out of diapers. Potty trained. Well, that, that, hopefully. That's another. Yeah. That's another. Hopefully, thing. and then some time to visit a park while they're still free. But. But the but the main, the big thing is you got to remember this you you are doing it for yourselves not for them because like Greg said they they won't remember they might remember from some of the pictures and um, well it's not you, totally you, for yourself because they do I, they, they kids can get enjoyment they, they appreciate it at the they moment they, they, they remember it then but kind of like and, a dog and, but, they remember it then but they don't yeah. remember it a few minutes later but it but for the long term but you just have to understand the uh, how you know, 
picture going to the store or going to go see a movie or doing anything that's around the house, it's going <laughs> to... Holy crap. Gee. It, it's going he's like, no, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Someone in the chat. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> all right, then. If we're, if we're all done, we can just say goodnight. <laughs> oh, we could do that. <laughs> <laughs>